guys, this is my lawyer. How you doing? What's up, man? Now, Mark, the terms of your Uncle Frederick's will state that you must spend one night in his uh, house in order to inherit his estate. Now, it is my duty as executor to ensure that you fulfill his request. Do you mean all I have to do is spend one night here and the place is mine? No problem. No problem? Yo, let me ask you a question. Who is this Uncle Frederick anyway? Well, he's from a part of my family we never mentioned. I won't mention any of your family. <laughs> yeah, let's just get this, this gig over with. all this stuff out of here. You started counting down, and I'm not going to lie. Got to about three or two, and uh-huh. I just I just saw white. Oh, wow. I just kind of lost where I was. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it again. Let's start over. Five, <clears throat> four, three. Mm. Hey, better, yeah. hey, it's Halloween. I like that Whoa, one, yeah. hey, oh, oh. This time I spilled Take, whiskey. Taking a, a drink yeah. of whiskey right right when the countdown's yeah. ending is yeah. that's well, the you, sort of energy I usually we need to bring do. into this. I yeah. usually do. Uh, yeah, sure. You know? So usually last I land it. Shot though. of courage. Uh it's uh it's and blow. It's a creepy we'll right into it. And not like scary, but like creepy as in unnerving. Like not allowed to be around yeah. the uh, playgrounds. Yeah. yeah that sort of creepy. It's a creepy uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, scary show. Covered in cobwebs, though. Podcast. Mm-hmm. For for peoples. I got a lot of spiders out on my back porch. Oh shit! I saw like four of them out there. When huh. I was mowing my grass yesterday. I was where are like spiders coming yeah. from? There's there's a beehive under the porch. Is there also a spider's nest? Are they living together? Oh yeah. Is that a thing that happens in nature? I thought you were gonna say it was a spider hive. Spider Hive is a That'd cool band name for sure. Yeah. Like, uh, I'd see them if they were playing at one of the local venues. Yeah. Was the Hives, they were a group. Right? Hello, America, we got the Hives. Oh, yeah. They were, I think, like my 10th favorite one of those bands that sounded like that that came out during yeah. that, like, two year span. Yeah. I can't, I actually, I can't think of one of them that I liked less than those guys. If uh, I'm remembering it they correctly. were thinking back to those. They were, Heady days of the early 2000s. They were all just ripping off international, or not international noise. Yeah, international noise conspiracy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I read I read that blog on Pitchfork too, man. Come yeah. On. <laughs> what are you doing? Right? Trying to big dog me over here. Are they, is, is Pitchfork a thing anymore? 
Uh, I know they still had the. They got the best yeah, of all this summer. Right? Uh, Do people go to? Them? But yeah. I don't know if it still exists as a website or if young kids who would go to a music festival have ever been to a website. Uh, so I don't know how that would work. Pitchfork Music Festival got passed up by that Riot Fest, right? Yeah, maybe they're yeah. just uh, an Instagram account mm. at this point. Like, uh, I think that's what all websites have turned into. Probably, I would make it the easiest. I bet they got a TikTok. Uh, that, that I don't know about Instagram. I'm okay with that. That's a, that's a, that's a forum that I'm comfortable with. You oh, know? you got to look medium, into the TikTok, man. A medium it's, I'm comfortable uh, with. Are you on that? It's no. Lord oh, God. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I got scared. You're kidding me. Oh, There's God. nothing I want to see. Oh God. There's nothing out there in the world I want to oh, see. Oh God. Other than people's Halloween decorations. And they're nudes. walking around every night looking for Halloween decorations. And nudes. And then... Coming back and just banging, looking for local uh, exhibitionists in my area. There you go. That, there's plenty, uh, from what I gather, when I'm at adult sites, mm-hmm. there's plenty of websites catering. Yeah. Like, if you're like, hey, are you looking for some kind of pervert There's a lot of perverts in, area? in this area, They're it always seems specifically like, like really? your area, and I'm like, oh, okay. What are, they always, what? what are they always living around here for? It's Ugh. weird they've congregated around here so much. Oh, but yeah, baby oil and blow. That's the mm-hmm. podcast yeah, thing uh-huh. we're doing. It's uh, creepier than usual because it it's a Halloween time. I am one half of your host. I am Matt O. Uh, with me as always, mm-hmm. you sir are the Loomis to my boogeyman. Oh wow, you are Nate Adams. Oh hoy hoy, everybody. That's very appropriate because just nary moments before you yeah. came over here, I was watching. Uh, I, I think it's the first. Yeah. Cause he was in that Paul Rudd one, the uh, the first Halloween that doesn't have Loomis in it, the Halloween H two O. Yeah, it's just yeah. oh boy, is that movie fucking missing his presence, just yeah. screaming like a madman throughout yeah. the whole thing. You can't just replace him with a handful of Creed songs Mm-mm. and think that it's gonna you're gonna be able to get away with that. That's not how filmmaking uh, works, man. I mean, that's a solid attempt, though. I probably would have done yeah, the same. Yeah, definitely over the end credits when they uh, they started playing What's This Life For? I was What's like, this oh, life man. for? Underrated yeah. for sure. You never All hear this songs, one out man. there on the radio anymore. I feel like this one needs to get back What's in circulation a little bit. Oh, yeah, that's a banger, bro. Hell yeah, it makes you think, too, which is what I like. They got it. some really good songs. That first album's all singles, man. Are you kidding me? Is, wait, is that the upbeat one or is What's This Life or slower? It's, it starts off pretty slower. Oh, that's the... Uh, Not here anymore. Yeah. Don't have to settle no goddamn score. Yeah, I can't remember. I think he starts mixing that singing up about with how we one. all live in the kingdom of the Lord or well, something. Well, that's nice. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, uh, what? They got... Somehow I so uh, was nice trying songs. to listen to some late 90s butt rock and I got so myself into nice a religious songs. cult. Yeah, yeah. I really, that, uh, that, uh, when you are with me. Oh, yeah. I'm free. With arms wide open. Like, it's just, uh, it's guy a guy literally song, opens know? his arms wide open in the music video. Yeah. Like, that's synergy right there. It's the marriage of visuals and sound. And it's a cinematic masterpiece. And we're here talking about movies on this podcast. Yeah, the, that fucking, uh, high, that, all that shit. The wrecking, everything they do is big, mm, man. Yeah. People just sleeping on that band. That's right. Yeah. I bet they still rock. 
I think it's time for them to have like a hipster resurgence. Yeah. Like after a good 15 years of just like universal derision, people being like, you know what was actually underrated? Yeah. And people don't realize? I've said for years. The band Creed. Best live sound I've ever heard. Oh my God. That's 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 big praise. It's, because I know that you hate seeing live music. I do. They were a fucking wall of sound, my man. Hmm. They were just, oh. Filling up the Tweeter Center or the yeah. New World Music Theater. That Phil Spector production. Whatever the fuck it was. Those guys work together, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like religious weirdos and like a lady killer Just or whatever the fuck that guy did. Fucking Phil Spector, a fucking row of fucking Mesa Boogie triple rectifiers mm-hmm. and that guy's mm-hmm. Paul Reed Smith guitar. Oh, Whoop. Yeah. It's all happening. <laughs> it's all happening here in the oh, podcasting studio. <laughs> This is the one where I die. Just to be very appropriate for Halloween and horror movie talk. Oh, man. Because it is uh, the month of October. Yeah. We are celebrating Slashtober. We are specifically talking 80s slashers. We're trying to uh, find the most Ugh. 80s slasher film that exists out there. We're, we're digging through the, the archive. of. Yeah, you, you just want to tag out on this one you just you go got you going to go solo on this one, one myself yeah you know my, i'm not uh oh boy stumbling out the gate here yeah it's why i stopped at the local mcdonald's you know to pick up some coupon books for the kids for oh Halloween, yes you, know? you gotta pass yeah, out you those got mcdonald's to. halloween coupon I books decided to get a whole Wish bunch they of bring back the little too. puppet mcnugget commercials those were always oh, great yeah. around halloween they were they were in yeah. all sorts of hijinks hawking those coupons oh and then they had the the mcnugget uh, toys and shit mm-hmm. and Happy yeah. Meals. What a shitty toy. Oh, Literally yeah. just a little misshapen brown hunk of plastic. Hey, you put a little costumes on them. They're hilarious. Yeah, Everybody a, loves that shit. Quite a Mr. Potato Head, but I guess they were all right. Oh, and then you could get those, uh, the the three different uh, lunch, or uh, Sure. Uh, it was uh, very, very Halloween three season of the witch. Yeah. There was, there was the pumpkin, the uh, witch, and the ghost. Yeah. It's, it's instead of the skull. Instead of the skull. But it's still the same three colors. Right. Green, orange, and yeah. white. I think that's why uh, that Halloween resonated with me so much. Yeah, it's just like making me think of Happy Meals, right? And jumping in ball pits. Yeah, which man, those were the salad days, right? Yeah, when's the last time you've been that content? Yeah, now as a eight year old with a Happy Meal in a ball pit. Now when I eat McDonald's, I want to throw up, but not because I've been jumping yeah, in a ball pit. Yeah, but because. I had just ate McDonald's, and mm-hmm. it's also making my balls just hurt. Just like for thinking some about reason. instant diarrhea, yeah. how much my stomach's yeah. gonna hurt. It's it's not as carefree. No, so, also, so that's McDonald's. What you... you got fryers. You're making fries all day long. Yeah. Start frying the apple pies again. What oh the fuck yeah, what the Let fuck are you know. doing these non-fried apple pies? Yeah, one too many. You know, the only reason anybody would ever order one of those things from you is just because chasing those faint memories of when they used to be fried and good. One too many, you know, Karens burn their mouths oh, on those or vaginas on them. These women. Remember these women that, and everything oh, for us. Yeah, absolutely. Remember Kids what, can't go trick-or-treating anymore. No. Fucking you can't eat flaming hot right out of the f- grease fried, fried pies. Yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, that fried pie burned my fried pie. Mm. That was the coffee that burned that yeah, lady's she, vagina, remember? Actually, that would probably hurt pretty bad if you dropped one of those fried apple pies on your crotch. E- yeah, yeah. What's the hottest thing you ever dropped on your crotch? Uh, it was probably that stripper named uh, 
Oh, destiny that that one summer night. Yeah, see if you didn't go that route, I was gonna be yeah. like insert hot lady here. Wow, but mine was gonna my poll was gonna be Paula Poundstone. Paula Poundstone. That's just I the first thing that came to mind. She's been dropping on many men's crotches. Just young boys. Also, she was in. Those, she got those in legal trouble. Shoulder for that. pads that uh, yeah. she always had on. It'd be who? That'd be just like a wall of woman sitting in front of you. She got in illegal trouble. It was a yeah. wow, young boy, huh? I would have assumed young girls. Nah, Guess that's what you do when you go assuming. I think it was. I don't know what people's weird perversions are. Someone in her family could be too. anything. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Paula Poundstone, not just a hilarious comedian, also maybe an incestuous child molester. But way ahead of that incest porn craze. Yeah, uh huh. Real visionary that she's, woman. She's yeah. We. Yeah. we Maybe need to have a reassessment of her, like Creed. I think has, has no, no, no. Paula Poundstone yeah. can stay canceled. Hey, be the judge for yourself. Go back and watch those early seasons of Home Movies on HBO Max. Matt, let's get into the movie. Speaking of movies, the yeah. movie we're talking about this week, okay. uh, Slash Tober, the '80s slasher movies. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the rundown of this one. The rundown this week is going to be brought to us by Snickers. Oh, yeah, that's candy. 91 years old and uh, still the best candy bar on the market, I think, out there. Oh, wow. I, I, that's I, your I'm opinion? claiming it right now. Nothing has topped the classic Snickers bar as far as uh, candy bars go. It's uh, always on the Mount Rushmore of shit you want to get in your trick-or-treat sack, your yeah. uh, McDonald's bucket of candy. It's, it's pretty good. It's simple. It's it's simple and it's classic. And I, these variations, they got a fudge peanut brownie snickers right now mm-hmm. i had one of them how was that it's, it's cloying it's it's that light airy nougat is an essential component of yeah. the snickers yeah. you're putting too much dense sweetness in there now you've you've got the formula down quit trying to sell me all these variations i hate candy variations reese's is the only one who gets any kind of pass with the but they're just changing the shape of it yeah and Anything was like, oh, we've added this to the classic. It's not going to be as good. I'd rather just have the classic one. They got uh, so the Take 5. I think that's by Reese's. Yeah, that's not. the one where is they it? got all the fucking With the pretzels, pretzels and it? shit oh, stuck in there. That, thing, that, shit that going does on. it for me. It's a, it's a nice. Like the garbage plate of candy. But it's a just a delicate balance. Still just rather have a Reese's cup. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the movie we're talking about yeah. is uh, one of the big franchise films. Uh-oh. We're talking about A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, colon, The Dream Master yeah. from 1988. Nightmare on My Street. Which I think was probably one of the most 80s years of the 80s, 1988. Mm. There, first of all, there's two eights in it right away, so that's very yeah. 80s right there. That's a good just, point. At that point, like we had just really nailed down what the '80s was, I th- I think, and we were just yeah. we were just sitting in it, just sitting yeah. in a stew of it. It wasn't like, oh, what's the '90s gonna be like? No. We were still just like, ah, oh, peak '80s right here. Love that year. I was seven years old, second grade, had like a hot young teacher. It was this is maybe like the pinnacle of my life right there. Tell you what, I could tell you, '80s to the '90s was uh, less Reagan, more Bush, but mm. quite the opposite. Yeah, going to the '90s, Bush Bush was gone yeah. forever. Still hasn't yeah. come back, uh. except for when it came back in the form of a '90s grunge band, which Ooh, we were we all, all better for that. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, the only Bush I'm into uh, has Gavin Rosdale as its front man. I'll tell man. you that right now. Yeah. He said it for years. Yeah, he. Oh, what a fucking dreamboat, Gwen Stefani. You're a real 
bitch. Matt, we've really been Cadillacing it these mm-hmm. last few weeks with uh, all these movies. Yeah, just the last in few weeks at a runtime of under ninety minutes, barely even. Real. Oh, the runtimes. Yeah, yeah. This week we got a movie with a runtime of ninety three minutes. Yeah, so, we really did ooh, some work for really, you assholes. It's actually, feature film length. We yeah. sat through an entire feature film this week. Yeah, still, still pretty breezy though. Not not doing much heavy lifting here. No, we don't. There's a film that had a budget of six point five million dollars. Mm. Gave him a little money to spend after that third one was a success. Pretty good amount of money. Grossed forty nine point four million. If I'm not mistaken, I think this might have been the most successful of the Wildly series financially. Successful. I do believe I've read that statistic. Rotten as well. Tomatoes. This one's at fifty two percent. Seemed a little high to me. Mm. Critics usually mm. not too into these franchise horror film mm. shits, no. but guess some people like this one out there. It's uh, it's got it's I thought, following. I thought I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, the writer of this film mm-hmm. is uh, Brian Helgeland, who would go on to write L.A. Confidential after this. Okay, and uh, also he uh, he made he wrote and directed I think Payback, that Mel Gibson movie that oh, fucking kicks ass. Fuck yeah, I love that movie. Like, that guy is getting his start writing shitty fucking Nightmare on Elm Street movies. That's pretty wild. His name only shows up on the director's cut one because he walked from that early cut. Oh yeah, yeah. What are, what early cut? What, what's the what's first? The, the studio, the film. They chopped stu- up that movie. Payback. Oh yeah, man. Oh, fuck, I don't like to hear that. That could have been even better. I already fucking dug that movie when it came out. Oh, Payback with with all the fucking. They got rid of the music and it's just the narration. And, oh oh yeah, it's oh, good geez. stuff. They made it more more noir. Director of this film, uh, man, we've talked about a lot. Man, not from this land. He's a he's a foreigner. Rennie Harlan mm-hmm. uh, talked about his Die Hard 2. Yeah, we did. Talked about his cliffhanger. Yeah. Very recently talked about his Long Kiss Goodnight. And uh-huh. his shark movie he made. Oh, yeah, Deep Blue Sea. This is at least five. This is at least oh. the Rennie Harlan movie we're talking about. Oh, wait, where was my... Whoa, 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 where? Wild. I lost my rap horn. Oh, wow. There's my rap horn. Put your, put your air horn on mute like a fool. I don't know how that even happened. Yeah, this is a real disaster. Worked before. Let's get into the stars of this movie. Uh, this is gonna be this is this is gonna be some heavy lifting right here because as I was digging more and more into the, the actors in this film, I was just fascinated with mm-hmm. all the things these people have done. I got a lot of info here. This is gonna be a big info dump right oh, here. Oh wow. First Nate, off. Nate's about to take a big dump. That's right. All over your ear holes. Yeah. First off, we got to talk about the main man, Robert England, in this film as Freddy Krueger. Robbie E. The reason for the season, reason we're, we're all here. Freddy Krueger is a motor-mouthed, child-molesting dream demon with knife fingers. Mm-hmm. He's maybe the best character cinema has ever created. I don't know if it's, oh, that's it's a pretty good point. He's definitely in my Mount Rushmore, that's for sure. Uh, this guy, Robert England, was not just Freddy Krueger. He's a horror movie legend. Yeah, he's been in things. Also, he played Harry in Dead and Buried, which is an awesome 80s horror movie. Mm. He was Willie in the TV series V, which oh. is just uh, re- real hardcore sci-fi. People if you're love into, like, that. hard sci-fi, yeah. check out V. Go back and check out totally. V. Totally. He was Bill in the movie The Mangler, which yeah. is about a possessed laundry folding machine that kills people. We all remember. It's <laughs> a great one. Most importantly, though, uh, this, this is, I've been living in the late 90s here the last, hmm. the last few hours. Uh, hmm. he, he was Professor Wexler in Urban Legend. 
oh. which is maybe the most late nineties, <sighs> late nineties horror movie of, of the entire bunch. I think none of those ever resonated with me. Yeah, they're all pretty bad, and uh, I thought so at the time. And yeah. revisiting now, you're like, maybe there's going to be some late 90s nostalgia that's going to bubble nope. up. Nope. N- I never cared for those movies. First Scream was good, and then it ruined movies for like the next 12 years. Yeah, I remember going to the theater and watching Scream and being like, hey, I like that. Uh, know what you did last summer? Didn't bother. Oh. That one you said? Didn't bother. One's got a Jennifer Love here. I've and a seen lot of them. Tank tops. I'll definitely, definitely watch that one whenever it's on. I tell you which one I've never seen, but I'm going to see in a couple weeks oh, here. Okay, yeah. The Faculty. The Faculty is a, <laughs> a fine film with okay. really great late '90s. We'll see CGI. <laughs> we'll see. Lisa Wilcox is in this movie. Uh, Playing the new final girl. Mm. What's her name? Alex. I think her name is Alex. Alice. Alice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Alice. That's right. Right. Uh, you know her primarily, I'm sure, from playing Missy, the hot stepmom in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. What? And, uh, Missy, the hot stepmom in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. No, that's not... And Missy, no. the hot stepmom on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the TV series. The chick the that only, plays Alice? The only actress from the... But she's uh, not hot. From the series that... Uh, you got the actresses mixed up. Only actress from the series who... Uh, I refuse to believe. Rejoined the TV series. That's... No. Let's, let's look no. it up, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sure looking. I was blind drunk when I was doing uh, all this uh, fucking this research is, right here. Uh, this is nuts to me. Look at this guy. She's, He's incredulous. She is not attractive. Oh. How did she get hot in that... Wait, uh, did you see her get hot in the end of this movie when she fucking gears up to fight Freddy? We'll talk about that <laughs> oh, a little bit later, man. Huge spoiler alert. Yeah, just, Son of a bitch. That's girl, Missy Preston. Girl goes into a, a, a movie playing a, a dour, shy girl, and they, they give her flat hair for a couple scenes, and this guy can't even see that she's a smoke show. Give me a break. Yeah. <sighs> Way to go. You, you, Rennie Harlan, you, you got one over mm. on me again. Uh, also, speaking of... Uh, Incest porn and its popularity. Tell me more. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure pretty leans pretty hard on that hot stepmom thing. Oh yeah. Maybe put that in a lot of a whole generation kids' heads at a young age. Like hot stepmoms, that's a thing that you should fucking think about, probably. That's a kink that we're inventing here in our uh, fun time travel comedy. We're going to have to start combing these movies for Lisa porn Wilcox, to direct. The original uh, MILF, mm-hmm. I think. It's... Danny Hassel is in this movie playing the character Dan, who's the dude Lisa, Lisa has Bar a crush stretch, on. Yeah. Uh, Alice. Or Alex. Alice. A- Alice. Alice. Okay. Yeah. Um, like one of these days, Lisa's Alice. The, Lisa's the actress. Alice is the. Uh, okay. No. You got it straight. Is the boring um, character. This dude went on to be in the next Friday the 30th movie, The Dream Child, but other than mm. that, pretty bare. Oh. He's on one episode of uh, Murder, She Wrote. Okay. He did a Simon and Simon. Oh, that's a nice show. And he did a Columbo. Well, these are all good murder mystery this shows. This is when I started getting getting interested in what these people are doing, because turns out they all did a one episode shot on like... A lot of the same shows. A lot of Murder, She Wrote huh. alumni is in this uh, movie for some huh. reason. Casting director? Toy Newkirk is in this movie oh, as yeah. Sheila. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, yeah. A nerdy teen with asthma. Because if you were a nerd in the 80s, you always had to have asthma. Sucks dear And asthma. nobody who had asthma was ever not a nerd. Right. That was just a thing that was happening in that decade. 
Nerds. Uh, this chick did an episode of Different Strokes. Ooh. She did an episode of A Different World. Ooh. She did a Living Single episode. Ooh. And uh, she got herself on a 90210. Oh, it's a pretty good little run. Yeah, pretty and good she's, little run. And she's the hottest one in the movie. Mm, maybe. And there's a, there's an argument to be had there. She's a sneaky hot. I think it was I think it was an Alice fan, but you know, maybe okay. we'll right. debate this, this a little bit yeah. a little bit more as the podcast goes on here. Uh, pretty crazy that none of us are saying that Brooke Thies, who plays Debbie, Ooh. is the hottest. Oh, that's fair. She's the tough chick in the leather yeah, jacket yeah. of the group, and she does it. Got for the me. big teased out eighties hair. It's yeah, pretty much what we're into. Um, she uh, primarily, in my mind, uh, was Wendy on the TV show Just the Ten of Us. Oh, which I think was a USA Network sitcom, if I remember yeah. correctly. I remember watching. A lot of that uh, show when I was a kid. Yeah. About like a fat, bald dad who had like a ton of daughters. Yeah. That guy was in other stuff too. That guy was in other stuff, but. I don't remember. I don't what. remember his name Doesn't or matter. what, but if I think about the dad from just the 10 of us, boom, I can pop his face right into my brain. I just pop a boner. Uh, also, she played Leslie Sumner on nine episodes of Beverly Hills 90210. Wow. Got another 90210 alumni here. I looked at the Beverly Hills Deb, 90210 wiki yeah. to see what that character was. Uh-huh. And, uh, turns out troubled. She was the head of the Alpha Omega sorority, which Brenda, Donna, Kelly, and Andrea pledged. Oh. She was often seen flirting with Steve Sanders. What? And because of this, had quite the reputation amongst the brothers of the Keg fraternity. Oh. Also, she was secretly Jewish and uh, ashamed of it and told Andrea that she should hide the fact that she's Jewish. Yeah. So, sweet little 90210 run there, pretty much, probably sounds like. They got into some weird, weird race stuff. (laughs) stuff. It's a religion, not a race. Tuesday Night has maybe the coolest name I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, right. And she's in this film playing Kristen. Do you think she's related to wrestler L.A. Knight? Could be, yeah. Could be an older sister, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. She's playing the girl from the Dream Warriors, Kristen, who's this time not Patricia Arquette. Right. Patricia Arquette did not come back for uh, the Dream Master here, which is... Kind of a shame because this girl sucks. Really oh, bad. yeah. Man, she sucks. Yeah. Uh, she also played Kristen in the Fat Boys music video, Are You Ready for Freddy? Hell yeah. Which I think I'll probably uh, drop some audio of <laughs> on this podcast. Do they do all that mouth, it's a great video. The beatboxing? Yeah, they do all that. Also, a great the video where that. they inherit their Uncle Freddy's house and they have to stay in it over the night in order to uh, keep the house. <laughs> Some great shit right there. The Fat Boys, great rappers, we all know, yeah. but underrated comedians. That's true. They got, you know, Will Smith came along and just kind of stole their thunder. He's like, yeah. what oh, if, he's like a fat boy if they got slim and yeah. handsome. Uh, no thanks. I don't yeah, need your corporate funny. bullshit, Will yeah. Smith. They're, them being fat boys is what adds an extra layer. Also, uh, she played a waitress in okay. the Alicia Silverstone erotic thriller from the 1995, The Babysitter, yeah. which I watched uh, at some point during quarantine when I was doing an entire week of Alicia Silverstone uh, erotic underage girl thrillers. Yeah. There's more of them than you remember. Right. It's not just The Babysitter and The Crush. I just, you know, beat off to Aerosmith's crying video like a normal human oh, being. Oh, well, yeah. Just it's, on a loop. It's it, Now that they've got those... Uh, jukebox where you can play music yeah. videos in the bar. Yeah, right. I've been doing that a lot. And then too. I come down with their video of Amazing. 
Andrus Jones is in this movie as Rick, Kristen's new sport coat wearing karate enthusiast boyfriend. Yeah. And the older brother of Alice. Uh, this guy is a horror movie legend because he played the character Jeff Martin in the band Sega CD game Night Trap. Ooh. Which was my absolute like dream when I was like 12 years old or Ooh. 11 years old or whenever it came out. There's this Sega CD game. There was a slasher movie game where you killed scantily clad women and That's it was terrifying. so controversial it got pulled off the shelves. That's Never terrible. got to play it back in the day. I was like, ah, I need to get a Sega CD and my hands on one of these night traps. Now you just got to find one of them uh, simulators to run it on your uh, laptop. Uh, you can just like YouTube like clips from it, and it's the most boring, unexciting oh, thing that you've yeah. ever looked at. But uh, but you can get an emulator. My 11-year-old brain. Play it. It was, it was going to be awesome if I could ever get my hands on that. You thing. should get the emulator. It's probably a lot better if you play it. Also, he played the character Calvin in the tons of fun 80s horror sorority babes in the slimeball bowlerama. Oh, yeah. He is in Check that, that one out. That's a good one. A lot one. of fun if you haven't seen it. That's a real fun time, that one. Rodney Eastman is in this film, uh, reprising his role of Joey, the kid who couldn't talk from the Dream Warriors. Joey! They got Rodney back. So uh, this is another guy who basically only did one-time TV show roles Joey. other than this film. He was on a Who's the Boss? Baby. He did a Baywatch. He did a Charles in Charge. He did one I know you love. Uh, he, he did a Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Synchronized swatches. Also got a murder she wrote under his uh, little filmography there. An episode of Sliders. Oh, the little lady loves that show. And a baby and love favorite, Nash Bridges. This guy, this, guy, this, guy, this guy was on an episode of Nash Bridges. Do you want to deliver the news that Mr. Rock dropped on us? Oh, uh, I'll let you do that because, uh, you know... I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Because I was drunk when that's I, a pretty good when I, reason. Whatever happened. <sighs> Fucking Don Johnson and Cheech Marin are back. Oh, yeah, that's right. I do vaguely remember uh, being informed at this point. Bridges Is a TV movie that's going to come back or Probably something? Probably straight to Peacock or Paramount or whoever. If they get uh, Stone Cold to come that's back what for I said. Uh, the movie, I'll definitely I be need, into that. I need a confirmation. What? Ken Sagos is in this movie as Kincaid. The fat kid with super strength from Dream Warriors. Yep. Uh, this guy played the character Daryl on What's Happening Now, the reboot of What's Happening. Also, he apparently had a small role in Intolerable Cruelty, which is probably one of the worst Coen Brothers movies, but still, this guy was in a fucking Coen Brothers movie, which but is kind of cool. Surely, I'm hungry. Uh, which one's that? And that was the one with... Uh, uh, old Clooney is like the divorce lawyer who falls in love with another divorce lawyer and then oh, hijinks happen. Yeah, yeah. That was when they were uh, in their cash and paychecks phase yeah. of their career. I think I took a young lady to the theater to see that. Well, that sounds like a lovely time. Yeah. Also, uh, one last uh, actor here I want to mention. Uh, Jake the dog plays the dog who pisses fire in this Hell movie. Hell yeah. He was also the dog in the cool alien body snatcher movie The Hidden from the 80s, which, great, lots of heads exploding and stuff in that one. Underseen movie The Hidden, so hmm. comes with hmm. my highest recommendations. Yeah, and Jason the dog. Jake the dog. That's what I said. Okay. What did you say? Tagline of this film, Matt. Terror beyond your wildest dreams. Gotta get dream in there because it's the dream guy. Oh, that's scary. 
plot of the film, in case yep. you don't know what a Freddy Krueger is or what happens in a Freddy Krueger movie. Uh-huh. Dream demon Freddy Krueger is resurrected from his apparent demise and rapidly tracks down and kills the remainder of the Elm Street kids. However, oh. Kristen, who can draw others into her dreams, wills her special ability to her friend Alice. Oh, that's nice. Alice story. soon realizes that Freddy is taking advantage of that S- unknown power to going. pull a new group of children into his foul domain. Oh, yeah, that's what I would call it. dream world. The know, foul like domain. The fucking foul domain sounds dirtier than just the fucking dream world. Foul eminent domain. Matt, bullet points is the next segment of our oh. podcast. This is where we dig into our notes that we took while we were watching the movie. We talk about all the things that jumped out to us as being important. Uh, I know that you're toggling back and forth between your uh, soundboard That's and your, right. your notes. So That's right. Let's do some toggling. Let's uh, see what uh, your first bullet point was. First, the movie. My first bullet point is it's fucking October. It's it's knife points, bitches. Oh, ah, scary. Yeah. <laughs> So my first knife point was uh, Austin three sixteen says, "I just whooped your ass." That's right, it does. Uh, All not the Bible quote. No, we we open up. I couldn't remember what. I believe it was a Job. So pretty, pretty weird opening for a nightmare movie. We get a Bible quote on the screen, and we're listening to some sort of like eighties ballad. Yeah. I was like, ooh, this isn't setting a Freddy mood for me, but Mm-mm. doing a little research, I think the chick playing Debbie is the one singing this song, and it's called Nightmare, so ooh, yeah, oh, not, just, into it. not just looking good with teased hair and a leather jacket, she's also she's doing, doing songs for the soundtrack. Yeah. Cashing double paychecks from the she's fucking She's the film. real goods. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking triple threat right here. Leather jackets, singing, and acting. All the things I love. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you're feeling right at home in the 1980s because there's a ballad going on. Yeah. And then you're seeing some close-ups of a grown man's filthy hands just uh, writing on the sidewalk with chalk. Oh, sickening. And uh, a few of those. And then you pull back and... Uh, it reveals that we're in the dream world, and yeah. a, one of those creepy little Freddy's coming for you little girls oh. is riding on a sidewalk, and I was just like... Oh boy! Right away, she's got a creepy man. We hands. couldn't get close-ups of a little girl doing uh fucking the writing for the opening of this movie. We had to come back and just get one of the key grips or something to get close-ups of his man hands. Yeah, little kids are stupid. They Can't probably just go fucked from it up. A grown man's hands to 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 pulling back and revealing that it's a little girl. This is this is, uh, this, is this this one's got some problems, Matt. Well, maybe maybe not Rennie Harlan's best uh, best work so far. Well, the first twenty seconds of this movie was it? Uh, we, man, did he get uh, this job based off something else, or he got fucking Die Hard two because of this? Movie? No, he no, had he got, only done two like foreign movies before yeah, this. Yeah. And, uh, I, 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 I watched uh, the, the segment of this movie on Never Sleep Again, the like four-hour-long oh, yeah. doc about the Nightmare franchise. Yeah. I pulled that shit up and watched it, and he was he's he does a lot of interviews in that, and he's just talking about how like they didn't want to hire him, and basically he just showed up to the offices yeah. every day until they let him make the movie. Yeah. yeah. 
think wanted, they, they wanted uh, somebody else who had experience in horror, and mm-hmm. the dude dropped out at the last minute from what I remember. I want to say he did such a remarkable job with this that they were like, yeah, you know, just get yeah, uh, Die Hard too. Dream Master made a lot of money. How about we put him in uh, the shitty Die Hard sequel and let him fucking ruin that one? And then too. he was making that and How did Ford Fairlane end up at the being same so time. Awesome. I don't, well, you know. The Dice Man. But yeah, we're in the dream world. Uh, we meet our new Kristen, who's yeah. not Patricia Arquette. She's just some pie-faced girl named Tuesday. Tuesday and, uh, night. It feels very much like you're in a haunted house, because yep. she's just walking through a spooky house. Uh, there's creepy little children. There's, like, uh, smoke machines going on. It's a lot of lightning effects going on. There's yeah. a lot of just, like off the set like cheap lighting effects trying to add mood to this movie which i really really appreciated this movie looks, it looks pretty cool because it added mood yeah it definitely adds mood feels like you're in the the disney ride the haunted mansion kind of the opening scenes because everything looks very fucking set bound <laughs> like oh. none of this looks like a real location no ever anything in this movie ever yeah. looks like a real location no. All on set, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's like, holy fuck, I thought we killed Freddy. Why am I having creepy nightmares? Better use my dream power to pull other people into my dream. Yeah. To pull Tony and Kincaid from which, the previous movie into my dream again. Which is a good power to have in the Freddy universe. It's pretty good. It also, yeah. like, she basically just pull anyone. Just like, a, I, could, I could think of a lot of people I'd be pulling into my dreams, if you know what I was talking about. Nate, uh... They're cognizant. You can't get arrested for dream raping. No, they're cognizant of that fact. Oh boy, I wouldn't dream rape anybody. Come on, that's true. Give me a break. It's it's the Halloween season, but you know, nobody needs that much terror in their life. Everybody knows you're dream woke and a dream apologist. You gotta be dream woke, man. Like, there's a lot of people out there just uh, thinking things in their dreams that, quite frankly, offends me. Yeah, I think we should cancel their dreams. A lot of people shouldn't be allowed to dream anymore. I've been anymore, canceling people's if you dreams. Ask me. Yeah. Uh, so she pulls to uh, Joey and Kincaid in there, and uh, they're pissed. They're pissed. Kincaid yeah. starts jive talking her immediately about jive how Freddie's dead. She needs to stop this bullshit. I'm like, Kincaid's got charisma, man. She sure does. They're bringing him back. Why isn't he the new final girl? Like, I right? just want a whole Kincaid movie, I think. Yeah. Him fighting Freddy. Him just shit-talking Freddy through a whole movie. World wasn't ready for it. That'd be entertaining. This, 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 this girl. This charismaless girl. Yeah. <laughs> Pie face. Thankfully, we kill her like halfway through. Young lady. Trade her in for right. the hot stepmom from uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Who's but... equally as boring. <clears throat> yeah, but anyways, she's like, oh shit, Freddy's coming. And then Kincaid's like, no, it's just my dog who's mad at you because you're pulling dogs into your dreams and shit. And he's going to bite your arm. You dumb white hoe. And then she wakes up and her arm has been bit and she's yeah. bleeding. And it's like, well, that dog's kind of doing Freddy's powers. So I'm thinking maybe Freddy is back around. The dog wakes up covered in blood too. Yeah, dogs, which the dog probably loves. If you're a dog and you wake up and you got a bunch of human blood in your mouth, yeah. that's probably a real treat, I would imagine. That's a real Wet dream for a dog. Huh? <laughs> huh? It was like a Freddy pun oh, you just yeah, did right I, there. I'm kind of the guy. How about a wet dream, pooch? Yeah. yeah. Maybe a movie where Freddy's just uh, invading dogs' dreams. They're like, like chasing it. squirrels around, and then all of a sudden Freddy shows up. Is, is Freddy also some kind of dog? Yeah, you can get like a cute little cocker spaniel in like a Freddy outfit or something yeah. and just still have Robert England do the voiceover work for him. Oh, sure. I think there's a Watch whole... The shit out of that. There's a whole subgenre of weirdos a whole out there. Subgenre of dog 
horror movies. I yeah. think we could just start remaking horror movies with dogs. I, I think like people it. would watch it. Oh. Or, I mean, people like dogs, but why, why are we beating around the bush? Why not just bring back that uh, TNT shit where they used to have the monkeys? The, monkeys, the, ape, the chimps? The, yeah, the chimps. I think they were chimps, yeah. TV, chimp that shit TV. was great. Just chimps reacting yeah. scenes from movies? That was a great show. Why did it ever go away? Yeah. Because chimps started like pulling off people's genitals and ripping out their eyes or something, and it was like, oh, we shouldn't have chimp actors anymore? That's idiot people's fault. It's fucking Hollywood, man. You fucking, you just bury that stuff and move along right. when one of your chimps goes crazy yeah. and rips off a genital. Or you do like they've always done. Take the dangerous parts away from their bodies, you know, like how they used to rip the teeth out of bears mm, so they could mm-hmm. wrestle them. Yeah. Duh. Just, yeah. You just mutilate the animal until right. it's only a minor threat, and then yeah. whatever happens, happens. We're making movies yeah, here, you people. Let the kids, you can let the kids roll around magic. with them, huh? yeah, Cinema Next day, she's getting ready for school, and uh, she's rolling around in like a VW convertible. Yeah. D- dating a guy in a sport coat with gelled up hair. And I yeah. was like, this is a pretty f- far cry from her situation last movie where she was in that creepy mental institution. Yeah, she got out. Kristen's really turned her life around right. since she stopped being Patricia Arquette is what's happened. She's done well. Mm-hmm. She's rolling through stop signs, though. I wrote uh, Rick's sister, Alice, who we also meet, is kind of a ginger weirdo. She's mm-hmm. got a bit of a Carrie vibe going on here. I think yeah. she's, she's doing a little sissy Spacek impression in, in the first half of this movie. I wrote down nothing about her on kind of how boring she is, but I did write down her boyfriend, Rick, is a real card. Yeah, that's that guy. Uh, he's got a weird hunched over posture, which yeah. I, was, I was paying a lot of attention to throughout the whole movie. It's yeah. like, why is that little guy so hunched over? He needs to stand up straight. We're acting in a movie here. Yeah, he should, he should be. He's also, we should point out, playing the uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, slash uh, early scenes. He's got slash, mad young fucking RDJ who's the other vibes guy going on. On the riding lawnmower. The guy on the uh, writing lawn, the lawnmower man. No, I know who he is. Yeah, Job, nah. the lawnmower man. One of those guys has an '80s movie where he's driving along. It's McTreamy or McSteamy. Oh, one of them. Not James Spader. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about from yeah. the the went on to be handsome, but yeah. he was uh, kind of gangly back in the '80s, yeah. and he was in that movie Lover Boy where he's a pizza delivering male gigolo. Yeah. That's a great film, yeah. by the way. Patrick Dempsey is yeah. the guy you're trying to pull here. This guy, he's this guy's half half Dempsey, mm-hmm. half Downey. Yeah, he's got that going on for yeah. sure. Full Down syndrome. Early, early. His, his fashion changes later on in the movie, which I'll okay. address. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, right here, man. I wrote, Rick is going for a young Robert Downey Jr. thing and only getting about 60% there. Simpatico, man, you and I. So we get there and we meet Debbie and we meet Sheila. Sheila's the nerd who comes up on a scooter with her Asmar. Yeah. Debbie's got studded bracelets and leather jackets. They can both cool get fuck. it. And like there's like some dudes harassing him in the high school parking lot. And Debbie's like, hey, needle dick, bet you're the only boy with penis envy. And then Which like, is a weird. All the actors have to like laugh really hard yeah. and do like one of those fake laugh like actor laughs when yeah. you're instructed to laugh at a joke. It's, right. It's, that's one of the hardest things to do acting, I think, is to <laughs> fake laugh at something. That's that, it's not that, that bad. not that good of a joke, and they really no. oversell the laughing here. And like, it's high school. Wouldn't there be plenty of late bloomers with oh, penis yeah. envy yeah, if I they think, have to shower together and whatnot? I think this is a little bit of a... Yeah, this girl's not understanding what being a high school kid's like. There's penis envy so. all over that high yeah. school. Uh, also, another thing you, you pick up if you look at the behind-the-scenes stuff here, 
This movie made during a writer's strike. Oh. So a lot oh, of it okay. improvised. All right. A lot of the dialogue improvised to, down to the just, we're putting together some special effects. Let's yeah. figure out what actually happens in this scene. Rennie Harlan's like, hey, you know, in this scene, just talk to them about whatever Harlan, yeah. American teenagers like that. talk about, like penis envy and hard cheeses. <laughs> yeah. Raclette. Is that that, uh, that, that that cheese that gets all gooey and they like light it on fire and then take a big knife and just scoop it onto your there's some uh, good cheeses going on I didn't even know man. such a thing existed uh, you can, we, we can go to the Christ Kindle market and get some of that uh, once uh, once we're in December here uh, I think I delightful have to, delightful smelly cheeses at that place I have to take two trips to the Mars Cheese Castle uh, in the beginning of uh, November I haven't been up to the Cheese Castle so in a while let me know what you need I haven't had any uh, excuse to get up to Wisconsin well, in quite a while know what you need gonna, oh, I'm gonna give you a grocery list that's there for sure go. that'll be nice Matt I know you were making fun of Rick a little bit for mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. having that early 80s Brat Pack vibe going on. Yeah. But I think probably you came around in the next scene when we get to see him do, doing his, some karate practice. Um, You know, the karate was really cool, don't yeah. get me wrong. He's doing a lot of kicking and punching down in his basement. But if you give me a little drama-rama is anything, anything... Am I crazy, or I'm is that way too good of a song to be on the soundtrack? That song Especially in a scene where rips, this dork bro. is fucking doing karate practice. Fucking song rules. It makes it seem totally cool that this yeah. nerdy white kid's got like a Rising yeah. Sun bandana on, and he's doing karate practice down in his basement. I'm on board. Like, hell yeah. I want to see this guy karate fight Freddy. He's right away. legit. Meanwhile, upstairs, though, Alice isn't having such a fun time because their alcoholic father is really just like bitching her out and ordering yeah. her around like, where's my dinner? Yeah. I come home and you're serving me vegetables. Right. Which I could understand that. Like, who wants to eat fucking vegetables? This is the 1980s and we're in yeah. fucking America right here. But like B is just like, oh, God, this guy clearly has no wife. And no. uh is making his daughter his uh, substitute wife. This Ooh. is probably leading somewhere where Freddie's going to like be digging into this and really needling her about it. But they don't like ever really address it. Just nope. like, why is there no mom here? Like, why is the dad so alcoholic and sad and like trying to have a relationship with his daughter? Yeah. It's just something happening in the background, which I kind of like. Just yeah. like some weird color going on in this situation. Right. Harlan's like, this is how the American family leaves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we brought back all the people who survived uh, Dream Warriors, but only to kill them very quickly. What? So after this, we just start killing off those characters. Oh, Jesus. Which is good because. We like getting to the action. We do. On this podcast. That's the thing we do. Something we've been saying. So Kincaid's hanging out in his bed, tossing a ball around, just petting his dog. No, 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 no. He's got a a baseball glove full of darts that he's throwing at his door. <laughs> That's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. Any, either way, you know, fucking this guy's having a good time until he realizes, oh shit, I'm in the dream world. And specifically, I'm in that like fucking junkyard full of junk cars where we... Buried Freddy's bones in yeah. the uh, previous movie. It looks pretty cool. And uh, shit's going down. Uh, my dog is here, and he's 
pissing fire. Right. Like a flamethrower right out of his little dog pee hole. And it's it's uh, a fire piss that cracks the earth. It's a weird thing that happens. Mm-hmm. With no explanation, Mm-mm. his dog shows up. Mm-hmm. Pisses fire, Correct. like uh, Nick Cage does in the Ghost Rider sequel. Yeah. Do you think he got that idea from the fire-pissing dog in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4? This would be funny. I think I think that's probably an homage to this film, hey, Nick Cage. Hey, hey, hey guys, this would be funny. Because this dog pisses fire, the earth cracks open, and Freddy comes back alive. Right. That's the thing that resurrects Freddy. Yeah. It makes no goddamn sense. It's maybe the craziest thing that's ever happened in the movie. The nice thing is, though, we get that cool reanimation oh, scene of I Freddy's body. I love the special effects of Freddy coming back together here. Yeah. It's like they made like a wax Freddy or something and then melted it and then like played it in reverse. So like Freddy is comes back together over his Freddy skeleton, which you get to see. Yeah. It looks cool, it looks man. Super fucking cool and fucking, fucking cute. Then like some fucking firecrackers go off and the explosions form into Freddy's glove. Yeah, he picks his hat up out of the dirt and he's like, "Freddy's back, motherfucker." Yeah, he shouldn't have buried me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not dead. He says that. He starts chasing Kincaid around in this like uh, maze of junked cars, and we get like a lot of cool like uh, Evil Dead. Type tracking shots like up yeah. and down the hallways and stuff. Yeah. Fucking Rennie Harlan flexing his filmmaking muscle right here. Yep. Uh, he's he's chasing around trying to find old Kincaid, but Kincaid finds him first. That's right. He gets the drop on Freddy. He's yeah, this isn't literally. his first rodeo. He's fought fought Freddy's before. He Climbs is. up to the top of this pile of cars, pushes one off, and flattens Freddy with a car. Take that motherfucker! fucking love his delivery of take that motherfucker i'm just like this guy fucking rules give him his own fucking movie this guy should have been the most iconic scream queen of the 1980s his motherfucker was up there with mr seagulls yeah is fucking (laughs) super good (laughs) also now i'm just thinking about a movie where freddie fights steven seagal and that's something i could super get into be the shortest movie ever freddie doesn't stand a chance yeah it's just I, I don't know. I think he could kill six or seven of Seagal's friends and you could drag it out before he's like, now you're face to face with me, motherfucker. Yeah. Now you're face to face with me, motherfucker. It took so long because I don't ever sleep. Oh, Seagal could like do some Asian meditation yeah. to get into Keeps the dream world. Weeks, and like, yeah. and then just lets him go he and He gets the drop on Freddy. Like he waits yeah. till Freddy's sleeping and then he Freddy's just meditates just like his way into all Freddy's time, dreams. Like, oh, fuck, it's Steven Seagal again. I'm in trouble. He just flipped the script. Freddy's the main I'm character in, and Steven Seagal's the, the, gonna, the horror movie villain. I'm going to break your fucking arm and stick that claw up your ass. Yeah, so Freddy's like... Uh, didn't kill me. I'm fucking Freddy. You can't kill me in the dream world. I'm the master of this world. Now yeah. all the cars are coming alive like maximum overdrive. That's You're a fucked, cool man. Too. Yeah, he gets crushed by a car, and then Freddy full on guts him with his Freddy glove. Yeah. And uh, Kincaid gives him a final before he dies. I'll see you in hell. And Freddy gives him an awesome. Tell them Freddy sent you. That's a cool line. And Robert England chewing some scenery here. He gets a lot of guff for being like. Oh, this is the one where Freddy's starting to not be scary anymore, and he's just quipping and stuff, and he becomes like a motor mouthed like comedy figure. That great, I love it. That all started in three. They just lean into it. In this they one. lean into it, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I want Freddy doing everything. I love this era where Freddy's like showing up in commercials. Yeah, Freddy's probably like VJing on MTV right. or something. Robert England was cashing checks and having so much fun. Like it's the fourth 
fucking movie, all right? Yeah. They what are you didn't do? even have an idea what to fucking do with him Keep in that trying to make second Freddy movie. the scary guy in the shadows. We've all seen right. Freddy. We know what Freddy yeah. is. He's literally only that guy and scary in the very first one, all right? After this, it's time for Joey to get it. And uh I like this scene because he's in bed reading a Rolling Stone magazine and watching MTV. And I'm yeah. Like, There's nothing fucking more in 1988 than that. A magazine? Yep. You're fucking watching Prime MTV? Yeah. Like, good God, this is the life. What yeah. a time to be alive, 1988. Hey, you shitbird kids that listen to this. Mm. All you fucking losers that are like yeah. 24 and under. Oh, I've looked at our demographics. Er, there's none? There's nobody maybe, under the age maybe of like one? 56. Okay, well. This. Well, either way, this is what life used to be like before you sat on a phone looking at the internet He's all day. He's got a poster of a hot bikini chick up on his wall. Yeah. Sure, sure. I'm an adult. I've got this like adult's house I'm living in and everything. Yeah. I need to just start putting up posters of chicks and bikinis right. all over the... Why aren't I doing that? Yeah. What's stopping me from doing that? You saw that beautiful Pamela Anderson poster mm. we have displayed where I mm. work. Yeah, that, yeah. One, that, that is a good one. Can you still get... Posters at Spencer's, I wonder. Is that where I would go? Spencer's in the I mall would, to see what their posters, what posters they got going on? I would think like that or Meyer. If anybody's still got like bikini chicks yeah. posters, it's going to be Spencer's. That's if I hear true. that Spencer's has gone all woke and then like everything in there is like all like fucking yeah. Gen Z fucking bullshit, yeah. that would really piss me off. Or they still I got mean, little like trinkets where you squeeze them and like a boner pops out and stuff. Right. Like, I, I gotta check out a Spencer's. When's the last time you've been in a Spencer's? Oh, I bet they probably got some maybe, Halloween costumes in a Spencer's too. Maybe like right before the the COVID. Do they still exist? Yeah. Does our local mall yeah. still have a Spencer's? Ooh, I haven't been to our local mall in a minute, but they did. Man, I'm next next day. Next time I got a day. Top I'm only working lunch shift tomorrow. After I get off, I'm going right to Spencer's. That's a promise. Top floor next to where the Sears used to be mm-hmm. or next to where the pennies used to be? I want to buy like a hat you a that says answer. like number one old fart or something. Like there's probably a lot of stuff I want it's, to buy at Spencer's gift right now. It's probably just pot leaves now these days or juggalo oh, hats. Yeah. You can get a lot of juggalo Ooh. shit there. I'm into that too. So yeah, yeah for sure. We'll check it out. I yeah. don't know. I'll report back next week. Probably you'll come in here. I'll have a little fart spray hidden under the desk. I'm gonna be playing pranks on you. With that that time we went as Juggalos for Halloween. Yeah, I got a lot, got a of, lot my of stuff. stuff Spencer's. Spencer's. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I could. I think I still got my pot leaf medallion for my Juggalo yeah. uh, costume. I don't remember what happened to my pot leaf tank top though. Yeah. Start wearing that around. I again. gotta find my high life hat that was green with the. Hot leaf on it. We did a real good That's job classic. that Halloween. Yeah, we looked good. It looked, looked pretty looked good. good. Uh, so Joey's dream uh, suddenly, because he's asleep, uh, the bikini chick from his poster. Hell yeah. Suddenly she's swimming around inside his water bed, <laughs> which is like clear now and has no sheets on it. You can yeah. see through it. And she's completely fucking topless. Hell yeah. And we get fucking boobs in the movie. Yes. Which I feel like it's been a long time since we watched a movie with boobs in it, I think. Um... I think we've had like a streak. It just like boobless films has been going on. And that's that's been an error oh, on our no, part. That chick got topless last week. She just had real small boobs. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um I, I was I was complaining that the not enough of them got topless, yeah. only one, but we did get we did get the one. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's maybe. fair though. I guess we did do a uh entire month of comedies. You don't past yeah. like uh 
that original vacation movie where you see the mom's tits for no reason. Yeah. It's another thing that usually happens in fucking comedies. Also, props to that first vacation movie for showing the mom's tits out of nowhere. Holiday Great choice. Great choice. I was thinking uh, during this, uh, I guess we should you say. You get her tits and that chick that's... Uh, Drag race swimming pool too, or right? whatever. You get yeah. two sets of titties. Yeah, I, I got to revisit that movie. Ooh. I think uh, I think that might be a great yeah. film. <laughs> but the chick uh, turns into Freddy all of a sudden. Is what happens? That's not hot. Freddy cuts his way through the waterbed, yeah. and then suddenly the waterbed's full of blood. It's it's a bloodbed. Is what's happening. Yeah. And uh, how's this for a wet dream? He gives a great. Freddy yeah. Quiff right there, and I think he just pulls him under and like drowns him or whatever. Probably slashes him a bunch, but uh, probably this is really just triggering a lot of stuff in me because my first bed mm-hmm. that I slept in as as a young boy, past like getting as out of the crib ute. or whatever, was a water bed. Nice, like I had a sweet eighties water bed, and I remember being like seven or eight or whatever, and my mom being like, "We're getting rid of this water bed. I bought you a new mattress," and I was like. Fucking devastated. You do that for? I was like, no, like I love my water bed. It's fucking cool. Like I want to keep it. And she's like, this is a fucking old ass water bed. You can't keep this thing. Like we we got we Why need to get rid of this fucking thing. Why? It's a pain in the ass. You gotta like uh, take the water out once a year, blah, blah blah whatever. And like forced me to get rid of this water bed and get just like a mattress bed. And I think about it, and I'm like, I've had fucking insomnia for my entire life. Yeah, I never remember not being able to sleep when I was a little kid. I fucking was devastated. I think this was like a traumatic moment yeah, in my life. Right. This waterbed was taken out of me that has led to an entire lifetime of horrible sleep. And right. uh, I think I'm going to get on Amazon and see if anybody's still selling a waterbed. Never mind Amazon. I'll get on that Facebook marketplace. We'll find Ooh. you one, you know. Vintage? 20 minutes a vintage away. Vintage waterbed? For like $30. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I'm going to start... Sleeping in a waterbed, getting bikini chick posters up. Why have I been living my life in such a poor, stupid way? Um, Nate, just, this movie has opened up just my brain in, in a way, I think. I just want to let you know about an old friend of ours mm. that also really, really loved Freddy Krueger. Okay, yeah. Also slept in a waterbed. Oh, wow. His name was Matt Grady. He's a, he's a stand up gentleman, and I, I appreciate uh, having all that uh, in common with him. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, you guys have uh, some some stuff to talk about. I need next to talk to him about yeah. whether he ever got rid of his water bed or if he's still in it. Uh, no, he, the Gene and Jack made him get rid of it. Oh, he's probably probably tossing and turning all yeah. fucking night oh, long. Yeah. He hasn't slept since. I sleep on the floor half the nights, Matt, just on a yoga mat because I hate sleeping on a mattress so much. It's fucked up, man. Fucked up. Uh, my next bullet point is if she smokes, she pokes. Hell yeah. Next morning, Kristen's at school and she's looking haggard. Mm -hmm. She's like lighting up a cigarette. And uh, I'm just like, that's a pretty cool film shorthand to show for somebody's like at the end of their rope having to light up a cigarette. But it's fucking, she's sitting on school grounds, just smoking out in the open. Like, could you, could you do this in the 1980s? Is this a thing? Could you just smoke at your high school? I think so. That's Other wild. people in '80s movies do it. I was a I was a high school kid in the 1990s, and uh-huh. if, I mean everybody smoked because we had open campus lunch, right? But you had to flick that shit before you stepped back onto school grounds because oh, yeah. they were they were eagle eyed. If anybody was caught yeah. with a cigarette, that was like full on fucking weeks detention right there. Open lunch for your open campus. If you that, literally so were cool. just allowed to fucking smoke at school in the 1980s as a teenager, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, man, that'd be fucking cool. Maybe she was a senior in 18. 
Even so, not allowed no, back in the 1990s. Uh, so like her and Alice are just like, she gives her the line, we have matching luggage again, bags under our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of these chicks are sleeping because they both are having Freddy dreams is what's happening. I just figured they were trouble baiting all night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Alice says like, oh yeah, I've been having bad dreams, especially the dreams about my dad. And mm. I was like, all right. Those aren't dreams, honey. Dad has a weird relationship with her. Yeah. Fucking yelling at her like uh, she's his wife. Now she's dropping a, I have bad dreams about my dad. I was just like, there's a lot of stuff happening in this fucking movie between the scenes that never really gets addressed that I think I'm more interested in than anything that actually happens in this fucking movie. I want to know about the movie that Rennie Harlan wasn't making, you Mm -hmm, know? mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, Kristen's got some bad feelings about what's going down. And then mm-hmm. when they get to class and see that Joey and Kincaid's desks oh, are empty, no. she starts freaking the fuck out, man. She takes like a tumble into the wall from passing out. And yeah. it's a, this is the best take they got, her pretending like she was passing out and stumbling oh, into a wall. Uh. It, looked, it looked very bad. She, she, she could have thrown herself into that wall a little bit. This, Tuesday night, she such just, a cool fucking she just name. Gently backed into That's got to be a stage name. Like, there's, there's no way she. You was don't think it's a real name? Fucking terrible actress to be like picking stage names and shit and just. Oh man, what a what a disappointment. Once I saw that name and I was like, cool. Who's this chick gonna Look, be? If you, and then she was this this just maybe the worst final uh, girl in a film in an eighties slasher film. If you get into that Screen Actors Guild and somebody already has your name, you have to pick a different name. Yeah, that's true. I guess maybe she's she's not a final girl. She's a final of act 2 girl. So yeah. she doesn't count anyways. Doesn't count anyways. She just made it to the final audition. For Either this way, movie. she stumbles into the wall, so she's got to go see the school nurse and uh Probably my favorite thing that happens in this movie happens in this scene right here. It's Robert England and drag. She wakes up from being passed out and her nurse is just Robert England and fucking drag. Yeah. Not even like Freddie in his Freddie makeup, like no. dressed as a lady nurse. It's literally just the actor Robert England yeah. dressed up as a lady. It's so fucking weird. And maybe the most terrifying image that happens in this movie. And, and try as he does, mm-hmm. he just is not... Mm-hmm. Uh, a sexy Bugs Bunny in drag. No, no, I would not like yeah. to have Ladyboy sex with him no. nearly as much as I would Bugs, Bugs Bunny, Bunny right. when he puts on a dress and right. plays Girl Bunny. Yeah. But yeah, I was just like, oh shit, he's going to turn into a Lady Freddy in the nerd. Then it's just a quick dream. She's she's in and out of it. We're just getting little tastes of Freddy yep. here, just a little whiff of Freddy. Yeah. She wakes up and now she has CTE. Yeah. And. School's over, so she's got to go to her waitressing job now, which uh, is at a diner called The Crave Inn, Matt. I didn't even notice that. Son of a bitch. Fucking just dropping some Easter eggs in this movie right here. That's, That's some good stuff if you're a real horror aficionado. Clever. A little bit more clever than uh, the movie from last week where the fucking police officers were named like Jason and Freddy or whatever. Kruger and Voorhees. Kruger and Officer Voorhees. Yeah. You got to think about this one a little bit. In this one, they just named the dog Jason. It's Jake. It's Jake the dog. That's the actor's name. Oh. Kincaid gives his dog name. Yeah. He's Jason in the movie. Well, fuck you to Jason, I think. There you go. Because Jason's a bitch. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they're working at some sort of Peach Pit-esque diner here. Even though Alice is totally awkward and shy and can barely, like, string together a sentence, I'm like, 
Not a very good job waitressing for a chick who is totally yeah. introverted right here. Yeah. I don't know what kind of tip she's probably making. I'm going some coffee. But uh, it goes from bad to worse because hunky guy Dan shows Dan up. Dan Jordan? Who she's got such a crush on. Mm, he's th- a hunk. Thought she was a bad waitress before Dan shows up. Now yeah. she's... who. And also, this fucking guy, uh, he pulls up in a sweet truck. Yeah. It has an even sweeter dirt bike, like, in the bed of the truck. I'm just like, well, this kid has a cool fucking life. That's for sure. He's got fucking chick from the... Uh, uh, Ted and Bill. Bill and Ted's movie, yeah. having wet dreams about him where he's throwing around a football right. with no shirt on. Yeah. He's waking up to his real life where he's got sweet dirt bikes. Yep. Sign me up for living this kid's fucking teen years. Yeah, except make sure that she's hot like she was in Bill and Ted Definitely. and not this movie. Definitely hot in this movie. Just got to have an eye for the quiet ones. So also Debbie's working here and she's like, ooh, sorry, I'm going to go wait on the hot guy because you're a loser. Yeah, Debbie's sexy. Why are these three girls friends? They have completely different like looks and personalities. Seemingly nothing in common totally ridiculous that that this trio here of the nerdy asthma girl the punk rock girl who looks like fucking what was that tori from that one season of uh saved by the bell when they couldn't get yeah uh, (laughs) Ooh, tori yeah tori was pretty cool not not quite a kelly kapowski but it was good to have a rocker girl in a leather jacket around for a while kelly never did it for Mm -hmm. me Tori always did. So Kristen shows up and she's weeping because Joey and Kincaid are dead and she's all like crying and hysterical and they're all like, you're crazy. Fucking, what are you talking about with this Freddy? And and I was like, oh God, seven flashbacks of Slumber Party Massacre 2 all over again. Just like, oh, we're just going to have like people telling this girl she's crazy over and over again. Luckily, no, this movie moves much faster than Slumber Party Massacre 2. Chris files revenge on Freddy, though. Yeah, so they go she's over like, to the, I'm gonna fucking kill Freddy the old Elm Street house, and all the kids are like, what are we doing here? And she's like, I told you, I'm gonna kill Freddy Krueger. I gotta go to his house. Listen, you guys are idiots. You don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, anyways, uh, Rich, see you later. I'm gonna go in this fucking spook house now. Yeah, Rick catches Dan up a little bit on the Freddy thing. Yeah, Rick's starting to like believe a little bit. Like Dan's like, oh, I'm just a fucking dead-eyed hunky idiot rick's like i don't know a lot of people are disappearing out of nowhere and something might be going on he's also like oh my crazy hot girlfriend keeps talking about this thing Mm -hmm. like i don't know but she's hot it's just like dating a girl who's into like fucking like crystal powers and stuff like that you you, you just gotta let them talk about it for a while it's these, these are the crosses we bear Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, definitely. That's I, I, I can sense the energies a chakra. coming off of that for sure. How's yeah. your chakra? So anyways, I don't know. Want to get some chicken wings and bang? I could go for The crazy wings. mom shows up, the yuppie mom, though, and she's like, well, Christian, what are you doing by the Elm Street house? Get in this car right away. Yeah. She's bringing mad cocaine energy to this scene, oh, this actress. Right? I, I really like the chick playing the mom. I would have liked to have gotten a little bit more of her. Yeah. Um, Alice lingers behind and she's starting to have hallucinations. She's mm. seeing the little chalk drawn little girls and stuff. And it's like, well, this Alice girl might have some final girl potential. I don't know. She's hallucinating Freddy's. She's trying to remember that dream master rhyme. Yeah. She's talking about the dream master a lot through this movie, which is why it's called the dream master. And that makes pretty good like sense. Every, anybody who will listen to it. She's like, Oh, I learned this rhyme when I was a little girl about a dream master. And it was like, Oh, boring, uh, boring, great. boring. Yeah, who no cares? cares. Uh, Jesus Christ. 
Next scene, Kristen's arguing with the cokehead mom because uh, she turns out she dosed her with sleeping pills. Right. The mom's like, you need to stop talking about Freddy Krueger. Just like, Bill Cosby her. Mom, you just murdered me. You just Bill cosby me to my grave. <laughs> right to my grave. Uh, yeah, so uh, the mom's one of the original Elm Street parents who torched Freddy, by the way. If, if you don't know Freddy's backstory, fucking look it up. Look it yeah. up. I'm not going to hold your hand through this fucking Freddy movie. Figure out some things on your own, dipshit. So she runs up to her fucking bedroom and, like, tries to call Alice before she falls asleep, but the sleeping pills are taking effect, man. It, she doesn't get done there. She slips down into the dream. Sleeping pills is a great song by International Ice Conspiracy. Oh, man, those guys. I, I feel like it, they bro. invented they that whole early 2000s, yeah, like, uh, indie rock boom. Did you take your sleeping pills last night? You remember. So Alice was telling her about the being the dream master. She's like, just think about, like, uh, cool shit, and then cool shit will happen in your dreams. So she's like, all right, I'm going to dream that I'm on a beach. Mm -hmm. And it works out. Suddenly she's uh, laying out in a bikini on the beach and, life's uh, a beach during her interview for the uh, never sleep again freddy documentary she's like during this scene uh, i had trouble because rennie harlan kept trying to put me in smaller and smaller bikinis and i didn't want to show that much skin on set so i was fighting to get the wrap that i wore in the scene uh, i refused to film it in any of the bikinis he was picking up for me oh <laughs> and then they uh, go to him and he's just like uh, you no, know, it's a scene you you wear a bikini, and uh, I know what boy is coming to see this movie for. I, I don't understand what the problem is. Where I come from, you do not even wear to the beach. So yeah, she's wearing like a fucking sarong in this fucking scene, yeah, she, and we're getting she robbed. Looks like a real idiot. We're getting robbed. She yeah. looked like she probably's got a lot of loose thigh meat going on under there that we, we could have been oogling. She gets topless and something. Don't want to look at her face. So what what else are you in this movie for? Tuts. She gets topless in something. Hmm. I googled it. Interesting note. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what though. But anyway, ain't this. Uh this this dream master strategy doesn't work for long because Freddy's glove comes out of the water like Jaws fin. Yeah. And uh then it's fresh shark. Freddy just like rockets towards a sandcastle that explodes and then it's just, it's just Freddy coming out of the sandcastle. Yeah. He's back. And then he puts on sunglasses and he's like Robert England's loving this scene of Freddy putting on sunglasses and being all cool at the beach. You could tell he's having a great fucking time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what's going on here at the beach? Basically, like, uh, she's like, oh, no, Freddy. And then she tries to run away. Yeah. But then one of the greatest 80s movies things ever that we love happens. She gets caught in quicksand. Yeah, hell yeah. Fucking so much 80s shit popping up. Random karate Topless girls in waterbeds. Yep. Quicksand scenes. Just, just everything I love in a movie. Just we're going down a checklist. High school kids here. leaving the high school to drive their cars to the diner. Yeah. That's, that's you don't get that anymore. Just, uh, high school kids. Are they even allowed to drive anymore? Who knows what the so. fucking parenting that's going on these days? Uh, it makes me sick. But yeah. She like sinks down through the quicksand and then she breaks through the ceiling of the Elm Street house and everything's all upside down and toppy, top, topsy turvy. Yeah. She's down in the boiler room after a while and there's all sorts of neon green lighting for no reason. That's true. Just showing off all the sets that they built for this movie that they didn't have any idea what they were going to use them for. But they got them. There was no script. So it's just a lot of running around and Freddy doing stuff. They got him, though, damn it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, we get one of those fucking, oh, uh, 
Freddie Bateser is what's happening here. He's like, oh, I don't you, remember you, that. You got a, you got a, you that power where you can draw people into your dreams. Oh. Why don't you uh, draw some different meaning. some new yeah, people yeah, yeah. into this fucking dream right here, yeah. so I can start killing them. Yeah. Which she falls for like an idiot. She pulls Alice right. into this dream. Alice. To which Freddie says, "How sweet." Fresh meat. That was a big tagline yeah, big for tag this line. movie. Should have been should have been all over the posters if you ask me. I was in all the trailers though, man. Mm. Like I remember constantly hearing how sweet. That's why this thing's up in the forty million dollars right there. Yeah, fucking. So yeah, Freddie's just like, uh, now I got a bunch of new teenagers to kill. Pretty fucking awesome. Guess I don't need uh, this Kristen character anymore. I'm, I'm just going to throw her in the fire. Because we couldn't get Patricia Arquette to come back. Right. So I'm just going to throw her in the boiler and she's going to burn alive right here. Yeah. Like uh, half of the way into this movie. So she does. But before she dies, she's like, Alice, I'm going to give you my dream power. Now you are the new Kristen because you're a much better actress. And this movie yeah. doesn't have to deal with me being the fucking weight dragging it down any longer. Yeah, you're Fly the weight. free. You're Life the weight now, Alice. Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Yeah. Energy gets shot back uh-huh. and forth yeah, when this so, happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people got mad this movie because they just nuke all the Dream Warriors people in the first act right away and yeah. don't really give them anything to do, and people love the Dream Warriors, but I kind of like it structurally because it resets Freddy up as a badass. Like, oh shit, he's killing all the like the face characters that survive. Yeah. And now he's back to being a threat again for this new crop of kids that he don't know how to deal with them. We're resetting no... Freddy as being like this fucking thing you can't fuck with. Yeah, he's full of funny lines, but he ain't no chump bitch yeah, either. because we crossed the line of watching like Freddy get fought in the last one. So it's like, yeah. uh, people can fight him now. How do you make Freddy scary again? He's just going to run through all those people. Too fucking tough to fight. We're building him back up with wins. Yeah. I like I like how it's structured. Strong booking. Uh, so Alice and Rick are arguing after this. She's like, uh, "Listen, I was in a dream with Freddy, mm-hmm. and he's real. And turns out your girlfriend's dead. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, it's probably a thing we're gonna have to deal with." And he's like, "Shut up, you're stupid. Yeah. I don't want to hear about Freddy anymore. You dumb yeah. girl. I'm gonna grab you by the arm. You yeah. say one more thing about Freddy to me, you're really gonna." So, You're gonna be sore, I tell you. All the men characters in this movie are so confident, just yeah. ordering women around, and right. like yelling at them and telling them to shut up. That's that European sensibility, casual misogyny that Rennie Harlan brought to the film, left and right yeah. in this fucking movie. It's insane. Yeah, sensible. But it turns out she was right because they go over to Alice's house and she's fucking dead, or Kristen's house, and she's she's fucking dead now. Not just dead. The bed's still on the fire. The bed's on Nate. fire because she was thrown in a fire. Her That's fucking bad. cocaine mom's downstairs, not even aware that her yeah. fucking room upstairs is on fire she probably, currently. She probably would have died of asphyxiation if they didn't run over there. Just, yeah. Just those fumes would have More taken like her out. asphyxiation. Oh, that's how I'd like to die. Oh, fuck yeah, that's bro. Right huh? there. Uh, next day is a uh, test day at school. Yeah. And smart girl, the nerd, is all nervous. Sheila. And I was like, wait, the smart girl is nervous to take a test? Is this maybe going to turn into a nightmare situation? I don't follow. Oh, it's just, she's dreaming. This is a dream. Because oh. all the equations start morphing around on her test. And she oh, doesn't like know how to do movie. math anymore. 
Like the yeah. And then Freddie starts like sending her messages, and mm-hmm. there's blood dripping from her pen. So it's like, oh yeah, we're in a Freddie movie. This is gonna be a, a nightmare thing that's happening. Freddie's gonna kill some more teenagers. I thought blood was coming from her nose because of cocaine. No, that, that's the that the mom from the previous yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, I came to her. I yeah. came to her. Uh, yeah. So she gets like sucked into her test by Freddie, and there's some really bad like early digital special effects here yeah, when that's happening. Pretty cool, huh? This did not look good. as overstepping their bounds here it looked pretty early 90s and i was like no freddy movie keep doing practical yeah. effects you were doing so good and then they hear your cry yeah they do because everything else looks good in this movie um i wrote uh for being the asthmatic nerdy girl uh-huh. uh her tits are looking pretty fucking awesome in that yellow top right here in this scene dude that's going on sheila's a smoke sheila show is man. kind of a little smoke show she's a tiny Would thing like to have gotten to know sheila full of curves Big ol' pouty lips, but uh, she can get it done. Freddy's got to use her weakness against her, and her weakness is asthma. So he tells her, "Want to suck face?" Yeah, and then gives her a big old sexually assaults her, but just sucks all of her insides out, and she, she, she basically turns into like a shrunken head, but like her entire body. And the little, like, weird shrunken head Sheila dummy thing looked, mm-hmm. looked pretty gross. That face looked yeah. pretty gross. I was yeah. like, she's not, she's not looking very hot anymore now that Freddy sucked everything out of her. I liked how they showed the blood leave her eyeballs. Yeah, that looked cool as hell. It was a nice mm-hmm. little effect. Uh, also, though, she she makes some sort of dumb little, like, invention. Like, she's, like, Urkel or uh, the kid from Goonies or something. She made a... What was that thing? Because I was not paying attention when Deb she explained what that was. bugs. Because of that scene in the beginning of the movie where a cockroach gets on her chip. Okay. And ever since then, Sheila's been working on a sonic Some sort of bug bug zapper. zapper. This explains a lot of stuff because I did not understand why there were bugs in Deb's uh, dream we're about to get to. And I did not understand what that zapper thing was that picked up out of nowhere. So I must have uh, fucking got a text during that scene or something. Some some good context for me. This is clearing up a lot of stuff going forward. Well, there's really no setup to it other than she freaks out because a bug is on her chip in the Mm -hmm. beginning of the movie. And then this scene right here when she was like, Debbie hates bugs. There was a writer's strike. (laughs) At least that's that's a character arc right there, if you ask me. It's established. You're right. Also, I wrote in this scene, suddenly, uh, post-girlfriend being dead, Rick has changed his fashion. He no longer is dressing like a young Robert Downey Jr. He now has a black trench coat he's wearing everywhere. Yeah, he's in mourning. And you combine that with his dumb, spiky, gelled hair. He's given some serious David Boreanaz vibes for the rest of this movie as he's in mourning. Yeah, I caught that very early he on looks with that a lot dude. Like David Boreanaz for the rest of this fucking movie. Like a sawed-off David Boreanaz. Yeah, you throw 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 old Davy B in a dryer. Yeah. You're getting fucking Rick for the second half of this movie right here. David Boreanaz has a real six-two six. For ruggedness That's about a big him. dude right yeah. there. Yeah. Sneakily big. And when yeah. you're gelling his hair up all stupid, makes him even bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, you've been watching him on that, that Navy SEAL show? No, I haven't caught any of that. I'm still just watching Bones uh, reruns oh, most which, of my day. Where are you at? Is the uh, one fucking guy crippled yet? Oh, the yeah, Chewy totally. Guy yet? I, I know specifics yeah. about what happens on the show yeah, Bones, so that's one that of them that I know about. Chick, yeah. Oh, yeah, all those things happen in yeah, the episodes good, that I've show. been watching like for show. real. Yeah. Uh, real disappointed in this next scene because it's in the boys' locker room. And, like, Rick and Dan are arguing about yeah. uh, whether Freddy's real or whatnot, even though, like, literally 
nine tenths of the people they know have died in the last like 24 hours. They're still arguing like whether or not like something weird's going on. Yeah. And uh, disappointed in that like this is an 80s movie. It's mm-hmm. an 80s horror movie. We're going into the boys' locker room. Mm-hmm. Nothing weird and homoerotic's gonna go on in the scene. You're not gonna get some weird like homoeroticism where you're like, oh god, that's kind of fucked up. What's going on there? Yeah, like Rennie Harlan's the kind of European yeah, where it should weird be okay. And European director, eighties teen boys. Yeah. Like, come on, something weird has to happen. Uh, in they're here. in the background playing with each other's buttocks. Fucking uh, when those Israelis made the last American Virgin, and there's it's that no whole like deal. fifteen minute sequence where the boys are measuring each other's penises, <laughs> like. I want something like that. I need something dudes like that going dudes, around. Yeah. Yeah. Guys yeah. being guys in the locker room. Nothing mm. fucking happens. No. Didn't even need to set this scene in the locker room. No. Um, meanwhile, Alice is in uh, dream class. I think you remember uh, taking that in uh, high school. Yeah. You go oh, and sure, the, sure. The, the teacher just talks about dreams the entire right. uh, class because it's just a class about dreaming. And he's talking about the dream master, too. And how all throughout history, there's... All these myths of the dream master and whatnot, because what yeah. else are you going to cover when you're going to high school dream class? Who knows? Fucking dream masters and stuff. got to be dreams. Love that fucking, love that class. Ace too. Uh, moving, moving along. We only got a 93-minute movie here. We got to start killing more of these teenage characters. <sighs> it's Rick's time to die. No, he's taking a shit. Matt, we've established that uh, Rick is a real karate expert. Right. So how's he going to die, ironically? Freddie likes to take people's personalities and turn it around on them. Turns out he's going to get killed in the karate dojo. Oh, no. Not in feudal Japan after yeah. riding a elevator. That's right. He uh, He's taking a shit in the school bathroom. Yeah. And then the door busts open in the stall, and a bunch of cheerleaders come piling Just in. Just want to watch him poop. But then also his sister, which I thought was weird. Like, yeah. you're dreaming that, like, all the cheerleading teams, like, uh, coming in the bathroom with you. But then also your sister's around in there, too. Well, yeah. It's an incest Maybe family Maybe there's some more incest yeah. vibes going on here. I don't know. But, yeah, then the stall turns into a elevator. Mm-hmm. Takes him down into a karate dojo. Yeah. Where a bunch of suddenly pan flute music's going on over the soundtrack. It feels very, very racist. And then... uh Freddie starts fighting him, but yep. Freddie's invisible and he can't fight him because yeah. he can't see Freddie. He's a he's he's fucking Freddie, bro. It's fucking lame. This is one of the lamest Freddie deaths of all time. You didn't care for and this then, one. And uh, then Freddie's glove just appears and then flies through the air and just like stabs him in his chest and that's mm-hmm. how he dies. Mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> two, two, two tidbits from the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street documentary here. Okay. A, originally Rick had some sort of elaborate fucking uh, death scene that they had to cut, and this was just tossed together very, very last minute. Why'd they have to cut it? Just because there was, they didn't have the money or whatever, and it was just like, oh, we're not going to be able to do what was written. Let's uh, throw something together, because we're... And B, uh, the actor who played Rick said that he studied up and practiced for like weeks to get all of the... uh, like realistic martial arts techniques going on because uh-huh. he wanted to like do cool and do a good job. And when they were filming it, Randy Harlan's just like, no, I just throw haymakers. Are you scared? I just want you throwing haymakers. So that's why he's just throwing wild punches instead of doing karate after we go through all these rigmarole to establish that he's a karate expert. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, maybe maybe the lamest Freddy death of all time. He's, yeah. he's fighting. He's just throwing haymakers in the air at nothing, and then a Freddy glove appears and flies through the air and stabs him. 
He's really selling the getting beat up well, though. Yeah, for sure. He's a great, great actor. I don't know why he only went on to do like three episodes of TV after this. He works from under very well. Giving this guy every opportunity. Uh, so, the, so the next scene, we're at Rick's funeral, which is uh-huh. like like the 10th child funeral in this movie. Pretty much. Like, this is like the 10th scene where we're at a child funeral. Yeah. And like nobody in the town is just like, we've buried 10 children over the last week. So like I tell you what, something crazy going is on. happening. Like, and that's when I start thinking like, there's really just no terror in this movie at all. Like the people like no. all die pretty quickly. Like nobody is really like running or screaming from Freddy in this movie. Like does anybody even scream throughout this whole movie? No. They're all just like taking Freddy like pretty much in stride yeah. before he just like murders them pretty quickly. It's it's an it's a foregone inevitability to yeah. all of them and they're more so just like, "Ah, damn it." Yeah, it's not so much that like Freddy's funny that kind of ruins this it's just that like He's nobody treats him like a threat anymore yeah. <laughs> like nobody's scared of him is, is i think why the tone of these things yeah. start getting fucked up i feel like the kids attitudes in this mm-hmm. film would be like my attitude towards covid if i was a high schooler right now. yeah like, eh, fuck it you get it like ah, fuck fucking i'm gonna eh. live forever bro i got covid ah fuck fucking, oh, well. I'm f- fucking drink that shit away yeah yeah. But uh, yeah, just even like Kristen, who's like been terrorized by uh, Freddy in another movie, he was just like, "Oh, Freddy's back! I guess I'll have to go fight Freddy." Yeah. Like, nobody, nobody's afraid of Freddy in this movie. She, and she's even like, "Hey, you know, I can call people back and forth, mm-hmm. and then like they're getting killed willy nilly." And she's like, eh, yeah, "Whatever, whoops. it's a thing. We'll get through it." Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Alice's been doing all this hallucinating, so she uh, hallucinates that uh, Rick's casket opens up, yeah. and he gives her a big bopper-esque, hello, baby, Yeah, which is an insane reference to having a movie aimed at teenagers in 1988. We're, we're, we're throwing back to the big bopper in this fucking movie. Well, uh, you know, because he does it earlier. Uh, yeah, when, establishing a when, sad home video montage. Yeah. That's their thing they say to each other. Uh, and uh, the little lady and I got into a conversation here. It is, do, do you think this is just like, what Rennie Harlan's like, this is how American teens American talk. teens go to drive-in. They hey, listen to baby. the rock and roll. Hello, baby. I 100% think that's what's happening <laughs> yeah. here. Absolutely. Or do you think this der- or actor is just a weird fucking dork? Could also like, be a weird dork. This would be cool. And then he like starts just having a casual conversation with her. And mm-hmm. then like the scene's over. And I'm like, what's going on? Does she just have the power to see ghosts now? Or... I thought we were in a Freddy dream and he was going to like turn into Freddy and then was, she's going to get killed by Freddy. Like, I don't fully understand. It starts making like no fucking sense from this point on. Yeah. Like when yeah. people are in a dream and not in a dream or like how they fell asleep or where they would be yeah. sleeping, which is like a real successful thing in that first movie where right. like they make it a big point like, oh, they're constantly trying to not fall asleep and you see them yeah. like struggling, like you understand where they're sleeping. Location, right. And then you establish that really well and you can do like a cool twist where you're like, oh shit, I thought this scene was a scene in reality, but we're actually in a dream. Yeah. For the rest of this movie, we're either in a dream or not a dream and it makes no sense why no. you're in either. And right. Fucking, I'll get into it a little bit more, but the rest of this movie is just fucking gibberish from this point yep. on. Yep. Uh, yeah, okay, so, uh, 
He Rem- goes. He finally just leaves. The remaining kids, yeah. So they they just like uh yeah are at the funeral and they're like, okay, uh, I guess we'll have to fight Freddy tonight. And Debbie's like, here, Alice, take my studded yeah. leather bracelet as a fucking like a good luck charm. So I was like, so she was just dreaming shit, but we're not in a dream. We're in the real world. Freddy's not here. Okay. My favorite. We're going to uh, fight Freddy tonight later on. My favorite line in the scene is when Deb's like, I don't spend hours working out to let some night stalker <laughs> right, beat right. me. We're establishing out of nowhere that she's a real fitness buff. Yeah. When all we've seen her do is like wear leather jackets yeah. and be like a punk girl from this point forward. <laughs> not oh, only does apparently she's a fitness buff. Not I only guess. does she hate bugs, Nate. Right. So yeah. we're building the character here. Yeah. Slowly but surely. They're going to meet up at uh, the fucking Deb's place tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Dan's Alice, gonna meet Alice. Alice is going to gear diner. up for it. And she's we, she's got a creepy collection going here where she's got like yeah. her, her brother's ja- Japan headband, the nerd girl's bug zapper invention. Yeah. She's she's taking trophies is what happened. And she's looking like she's in league with Freddie right here, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. If I were the police, I'd be like. Hey, where'd you get all that shit from those dead people? Right, exactly. All these kids who have showed up dead over the course of... There's Turns a rash of You have close relationships to all of them, and uh, you're collecting their personal items? You have, yeah. you have things that were in their possession you when know, they you died. You a person of interest. Yeah, that's what I would call it. This next scene, I think, is my favorite scene in any movie I've seen in like six months where she's looking in the mirror, mm-hmm. she's looking at all her stuff, and she realizes she's got nunchucking skills. I know Kung Fu. Because she's absorbing the, the skills powers. of all of her friends that die, like Rogue from yeah. the X-Men. That's right. But she starts like right, nunchucking sugar. a little slow and then a little faster, and then she's just like hardcore, like fucking Michelangelo would be like, ah, a fellow chucker if yeah. she fucking saw her. As she nunchucks from behind it's with completely hilarious. different color hair. It's just clearly a guy with a brown wig nunchucking and we're filming him from behind. It's not even the same fucking color hair, man. <laughs> outrageous. I was laughing so fucking hard watching Ugh. this scene. This is the kind of shit you go to 80s slasher movies for right That's here. That's fair. Uh... She tries to leave the house, but Creep Dad's like, no, I'm in barring the door. You're not allowed to leave. You're I'm drunk. I've got tonight. I'm drunk, and tonight I'm finally going to try to sex you. My wife is missing from mysterious circumstances. The movie never addresses it. Your brother's not around to pull me off no so more. Like, this guy seems to know what's happening with Freddy. He's yeah. got a secret pass with Freddy. I'm starting to wonder, did Freddy fuck this guy's wife? Did Freddie cuck this guy and steal his wife? Is probably. that what's going on here? This is why he's so emotionally invested in He was in probably the one being like, he's touching kids in that boiler room. Oh, shit. He's doing it with my wife. She's an accomplice. I can't let people know I'm a cuck. Uh, uh, child molester. You should all kill him. I want a prequel about this drunk dad, I think, is, is where this franchise should go going forward. <laughs> I was just a cuck that set up poor <laughs> Freddy Krueger. So, uh, next scene, we're getting into Debbie's dream, and wouldn't you know, she wasn't lying about being that fitness uh, no. guru, because we learn, in, we learn in this next scene that she lives down in a musty, unfinished basement with newspaper as wallpaper, yeah. and just a bunch of, like, fucking weightlifting equipment laying around. This is her house. I imagine it's got that, like, fucking sweated up. Oh, hockey yeah. smell uh-huh. in there oh it, it looks like it yeah it looks like there's like sawdust on the floor right. basically where she's living where it's, she's either pissed puked or yeah. squirted and when she says like 
she was working out. She she means she's at a weight bench, heavy lifting, right? Because <laughs> she's pretty good. She's in a uh, gray like fucking uh, cut off sweatshirt here, oh, yeah. and we get a lot of like boob sweat going on. Yeah, going yeah. on. So I was like, ooh, digging all this boob right. sweat that we got in this scene Some right here. T H O. This is doing something for me for fucking sure. But uh, Alice, uh, she sneaks out to meet up with Dan because they're gonna go fight Freddy at Debbie's. Yeah, he's gone already because she sucks. showed up late. Because she had that altercation with Drunk Dad. Right. He should have waited. So she's like, oh, that sucks. We were supposed to fight Freddy together. I guess instead of just, like, finding another way to Debbie's, I'll go into this gorgeous, giant, one-room, vintage, old-school movie theater that showed up out of nowhere and sit down and watch a fucking repertory classic black-and-white film. Yeah. I don't know where this came from out of nowhere. Pretty weird. They were also showing... Pretty weird development. They were also showing reefer madness at that. Oh, that's a lot of fun. I didn't Theater. catch that. Yeah, yeah, for fucking sure. Um, but, you know, wouldn't you know it? We're in a dream, as it turns out. Uh-huh. So I guess maybe she never left the house, question mark. But a tornado starts going through oh, like no. the inside of the fucking movie theater. And she's getting sucked up by the tornado kind of wind things into the screen. Right. Was this the 3D one, or is that the next one that's 3D? I don't think there was any 3D involved in this one. Freddy's dead 100% had. Sure. Uh, No, yeah, not this one, not the Dream Child. It wasn't until Freddy's dead after that, where the last, like, 20 minutes or whatever, you could put on 3D glasses, and it was fucking awesome. That's that's Freddy's, that's Dream Child, man. But uh, whatever's going on here... I was confused because she gets sucked into the black and white movie and then uh, we're, she's like in black and white, but like what's going on in the movie is like she's in a bombed out version of the diner she works in. She meets old Alice. Yeah. And then she, she's like, oh, I guess I'll order some coffee or whatever. Oh my God. The waitress is me and yeah. I'm old and I'm stuck here forever only being a waitress. And, and I was my, like, and my voice is lowered. Well, this isn't a thing that's been established at any point in this movie that she's like worried about getting stuck in a small town or something like this. This two, ironic death of hers has nothing to do with her personality as we've been showing it up to this point. Two scenes before. Or a scene or two before, they make reference to her not wanting to work in that diner all her life. Okay. And that's the only setup there's, to this. There's no reason to think that you would. <laughs> it's a real throwaway line. Right, right. Like they're, they're acting like this has been established. Like, oh, fucking small town, and she's got big yeah. dreams or something. But yeah. no, she doesn't have dreams at all. She's very mousy and afraid of everything. I think Rennie Harlan just assumed because of Bruce Springsteen and Journey songs mm, that yeah. all girls all Americans just... Are. Small town girl, big dream aspiration shit. Right, right. But uh, anyways, after talking to the old lady version of herself, Freddy shows up and he's eating some fucking pizza because we're in the era of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at this point. Pizza's hotter than it ever fucking was. Everybody's eating pizza. Everybody's obsessed with pizza. Yeah. Freddy's like, check out the meatballs on my pizza. They're the souls of all the fucking kids I've killed. Yeah. And this is... A great fucking special effect here, where all the meatballs turn into like little screaming faces. Freddy's plucking them on his fucking knife finger and yeah. like eating screaming meatballs off the end of his glove. I Rick, fucking love this shit. You little meatball. <laughs> great yeah, line. Crazy for great pizza. Line. Fucking great lines. Great special effects. Robert England just chewing scenery. This is this is a classic Freddy scene right here. This uh whatchamacallit. He's uh Whatchamacallit. He's about pretty good. 
candy bar. It's not as good as a Snickers, for sure. No, definitely, it's a great definitely candy Definitely reaching bar. for that Snickers if it's next to a whatchamacallit. No, I love a whatchamacallit. Sure. Classic no, Snickers, though. I think it's just the perfect uh, perfect know. ratio of nougat to caramel to peanuts to chocolate. I was in a Everything going else back is just tracing the dragon. I like the, I like the Twix. They were all Twix. It was a setup. I don't like coconut. <laughs> great. Great episode of Seinfeld oh, right there. The Candy best. lineup. One I'm of gonna, the best. I'm going to pull that one out soon. Also, Twix. Liked them a lot as a kid. I think just... I think just the breaking it apart thing is why you like Twix. Because it's no, kind of just a... Kit Kat, Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Twix has uh, the caramel The cookie there. crunch. Twix is good. Kit Kat. Uh, not a good candy bar. It's just kind of a flavorless like rice wafer on the inside. Fun breaking it apart, but... No, not reaching for that Kit Kat these days. I tell you what, candy. you get them little, the little uh, fun size Kit Kats mm-hmm. where they're where just, just the, the two. two little ones. Yeah. You throw those in like the fridge, oh. give it a little chill to them. It's, it's like breaking uh, apart those old school it. popsicles. That's yeah. a lot of fun right, right there too. Oh yeah. It's a treat for you, man. That's a treat. Uh, Debbie's nightmare is, is what we go into next. She's pumping iron. She's got even more boob sweat going on. Freddie shows up to spot her. That's not going to be good, man. Nope, nope. Uh, so I, I wrote, who's even asleep here? Like last time we saw her, she's working out. Now Freddie is in her working out dream. Like, did she fall asleep while lifting weights? She, all right. The little lady asked that too. Neither one of you is very good at paying attention here. No, not at all. She lays down on the weight bench and closes her eyes for five seconds before she starts lifting weights. Yeah. You gotta be ready on this one. Cause you gotta be paying attention. She's a narcoleptic. She's yeah. just gonna all the teens in are in the middle of lifting fucking this weights. movie. It's fucking insane. Yeah. We also get the hot ass song of "Put 'em on, put 'em on, put 'em on me." Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, weird soundtrack in this movie. Yeah. So Freddie, awesome special effects here, where he rips her arms like backwards, and they just uh, break at the elbows, and you just get bones sticking out. So out of nowhere. fucking cool, man. And then her inside bones start growing out of the wound into fucking like gigantic cockroach fucking yeah. legs and she's turning into a cockroach the thing that she hates the most as, as a, we established yeah, earlier on twice <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's pretty ironic you hate cockroaches and then you fucking are kafka-esque morphing into a fucking cockroach oh, during your freddy dream i put it in there deb turns into a full-on france kafka bug and then she's inside of a roach motel all stuck in like the sticky stuff yeah. and freddy's fucking talking shit to her and she's just screaming and then i wrote uh, finally somebody's actually like afraid of what's happening to them and screaming that's in a very movie. good point yeah this is the one scene where like somebody's terrified by what's yeah. happening to them she gets this it entire movie far worse than everybody else oh though. yeah sure i don't yeah. want to fucking have a cockroach's body rip out of my broken bone wounds no. yeah at this point though we've come to realize mm-hmm. our sweet heroine alice uh-huh and hunky dan they're stuck in some kind of loop they're here, stuck mate. in some sort of star trek the next generation-esque time loop here where they keep Let's trying to do the time hop in the car one more time drive to debbie's and you then they the find song. themselves back just hopping in the car and driving to debbie's and they're yeah. like oh shit we're in a time loop we can't get to fucking debbie in time and they don't because freddie just squishes her dead yeah steps on her like a bug right but then oh confused again when they're in this time loop trying to drive back and forth they uh crash the car uh-huh and then I was like, oh, man, crashed the car in the dream. Now we're going to see one of them, like, in their bed asleep because they died in their dream. Yeah. But then instead, they 
crashed a car in the real world yeah and an ambulance comes and they right. they put rick or dan in, in an ambulance and i'm right. like how'd they even get together they they met up for real and then they were in the dream world and they were driving where would they have fallen asleep they must have fallen asleep, Did while, they fall driving asleep the truck? while they were driving the truck yeah. so we got a fucking old debbie falls asleep yeah. while lifting weights these two fall asleep while frantically driving a truck to their right. friend's house because yeah. they think uh, the sh- her life is in danger. There's like, oh man, I know we're in a small town, but this ooh, this drive's starting to feel pretty long. Uh, 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 I'm nodding off here. Oh, wait a second, I fell asleep while driving to my friend's house. It makes no sense why people are asleep at any point in this goddamn movie. That scene, though, the the car accident scene where they think they're going to run over Freddy Mm -hmm. and then he's not there and they seemingly wrap the truck around nothing. Mm -hmm. That looks so fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Good stuff going on here. Good. Fucking Rennie Harlan. Good effects. Visually pulling a lot of shit. Yeah. Pulling a lot of good. Throwing a lot of good shit in this movie. It doesn't surprise me that he Mm -hmm. had such Mm -hmm. amazing ideas as in like sweeping mountain shots. For a fucking cliffhanger, cliffhanger. You, know? you could tell. Cliffhanger's gorgeous. You could tell that he's score, got gorgeous ideas. Oh. oh, sweeping and epic. Sylvester? Yeah, but apparently we were in the dream world driving, and then we crash, and then we're not in the dream world, and then Dan gets put down by the EMTs, which puts him back in the dream world. Oh, no. Fucking, fucking wild, all the jumping back and forth. We're gotta get here. to the surgery. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um... Mm. Meanwhile, Alice goes back to her She's house. Like, I better get back to go back to my house, I guess, or whatever, to gear up to go into the dream. <laughs> we get a fucking Rambo gearing up montage. Yeah. Another '80s thing I fucking love here. Close-ups of her strapping on all her shit, all her dead friend's stuff. Yeah, it's literally the Rambo fucking montage. But I'm like, well, is she just putting on all this shit to then like? Walk over to her bed and lay down and go to sleep Seemingly to fight Freddy. Yes. But no, she doesn't no. have to because she just gears up oh, and then right. Freddy appears to her because apparently we're already in the dream world and she was dreaming about gearing up to go to sleep to go fight Freddy. She jump kicks through a mirror to find yeah, him. Yeah, she sees Freddy yeah. in her bedroom mirror and then she's like, okay, I'm going to fucking do a running drop kick through this mirror. Yeah. In, it's in it's insane the, how we're just jumping back and forth and how senseless the first yeah. movie does such a good job of like showing people fighting off sleep and always letting you know when somebody's asleep. Not this not one, asleep. Nate. Taking sleeping pills and playing dress up. It's fucking awesome how before Freddie appears, she looks at herself in the mirror after like putting on the cool leather coat and like the cool bandana, yeah. and she just goes. Fucking A. <laughs> fucking A. I At swear. At this point, you now. didn't know she was a fucking smoke show. I don't know what goddamn movie you were watching. I mean, it starts to become relevant or, you know, obvious. Mm-hmm. So a Dan's been more. put under. So now we're in his fucking nightmare. He's on the operating table. Freddy's the fucking doctor. Uh, fucking who's asleep, who's not. I don't know. No but, one knows uh, anymore. You know, Alice drop kicks her way into the room. So she's like, we got to get out of here. So then they start running, and I'm like, what are you going to do? Outrun Freddy? You're yeah, in the fucking dream world. Like, yeah. where are you fucking running to? Like, they fucking are just like, oh, let's get in a car and drive away from being in a dream. No, no, That's not how nice. the dream world no. works, man. You're supposed to be fighting Freddy right now. Absolutely. But Freddy's like, sorry, uh, you're in a spinning hallway funhouse thing now, and you got vertigo. Yep. I'm Freddy. I'm the dream demon. I'm the guy. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the guy. I'm pulling Freddy shit. And then Dan... 
gets revived by the doctors, as it turns out. Yeah. So he disappears from the dream world like Marty McFly's family disappearing yep. from a photograph. Yep. Uh, re- Alice is all alone. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, now I have to fight Freddy. It's like, yeah, that's what you've been trying right. to do literally this whole movie. <laughs> Welcome to Wonderland, yeah, Alice. Right on. Right on. Uh, Freddy drops, I think, the only bitch he says in the movie right here at this point. He, he gives her a real fucking uh, I do believe. nasty bitch. Yeah. And uh, this is, yeah, the climax of a Freddy movie. He's dropped the bitch. And I realized, like, huh, I'm bored to tears at this point, man. Uh-huh. Like, nobody's afraid. There's no stakes. Nobody's reacting no. to, like, anything that's happening. Nobody in the town cares that everybody's dying like there's no structure here it's yeah. like it's just scene after scene of nonsense uh freddie movies bored me and it's been non-stop things happening this makes yep. no sense it shouldn't be this way freddie throws her across the church at least yeah and, and there's some we're suddenly like obvious in, pulling a, in an old church shots. we're doing fucking wire foo yeah shit going on like you can see the wires in the one scene yeah so she pulls out the bug zapper digs her hands into a wall and rips out some fucking wires and attaches them and then, like, shoots a laser at Freddy. Yep. Burns a laser hole through Freddy. Right through just, him. He heals right away and is like, I am eternal. And it's like, oh, yeah, Freddy's in the dream world. You can't kill him in the dream world. He's the, the master of the dream world. Duh. We've established in the previous movie the only way to kill Freddy is to give his bones a proper burial. Right. Which they did. And then it was... Reversed in this movie because a dog peed fire. Right. <laughs> Which you think Jason the dog? Apparently, it kills Freddy by, by uh, burying his bones until a dog pees mm. fire, and then mm, that's man. out. But then she's like, you know what? I remember the Dream Master poem from my childhood right. that I've been trying to tell people about this whole movie, and nobody will listen to me. And the Dream Master poem, which. I don't know if this was like a real thing or whatever. It probably would have made more sense here. Yeah. But it's like, it says that Freddy can't look into a mirror where yeah. he'll see the souls of everybody he killed, and then Freddy will be dead. That's what it's supposing. And then she shows him his face in a mirror, and then Freddy's, Freddy dies, and that's how this fucking movie ends out of yeah. nowhere. It looks cool. Yeah, it kind of looks fucking cool, but I'm like, Freddy can't look in a mirror? That's the new bit of lore you're layering in this thing. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard of. What an anticlimax. These souls are tearing him apart. And fucking then she gives him a rest in hell. You get some titties, though. Is it like it's a cool line? One of the titties, souls. Freddy's titties. One of the souls one inside of Freddy's body. Out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Just shows titties for no reason. They start tearing their way out of Freddy's body. Like his body is like literally tearing himself apart and turning into different things. Cool fucking effects. Yeah. Man, this came out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. Freddy's dead. Not not the movie Freddy's dead. That no. hasn't happened yet. But in, in this He's film. He's dead Freddy's, in this Freddy's film. Dead yeah. Right. The end? So no, we got to have a oh, denouement. Shit. A fucking classic oh, Freddy boy. movie denouement where we think everything's good. But then it's like, oh no, Freddy's still back though. Aww. So we have that moment. Uh, she wakes up. And uh, she's she, wait. She we saw watch her walk out of the dream church when like yeah. there's like heavenly light. So I'm like, oh, she's the dream fucking master now, not Freddy. She can do everything in and out of dreams. Yeah. Like she can Steven Seagal her way in and out of dreams whenever the fuck she wants. Yep, her and Steven Seagal are the only yeah. ones that know how to do it. So uh, <clears throat> we need this final stinger. So she's she's her and uh old Dan, Dan yeah. are like walking through a park just like oh it was crazy old that everyone we know is dead now they were all murdered by Freddy but 
Yeah, I guess we're in love and dating. And at this fountain. Yeah, so Dan flips a coin into a fountain, and then we see Freddy's face. Huh? Oh, my God. It's just as cool as Freddy ripping Nancy's mom through the fucking front door yeah. in the first movie. His reflection in a fucking face. Whatever. Movie movie ends, credits roll, yeah. and then suddenly we're listening to some weird R&B song. It's, it's the like song. sexy. It's a song from when Debbie's lifting weights. Yeah, it's, put you them, can put your hands put on me. On, put them on, 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 put them on, put them on, on me. Why is this over the end credits of a fucking Freddy movie? It's about people like Also, who lifts sexy. weights to that? Also, I don't know, Sheila. Yeah, she hates bugs. She lifts weights to sexy R&B Deb. song. Or Deb. Deb yeah, hates Deb. Bugs, yeah. And, uh, Sheila's got asthma. She can't lift She likes weights. putting leather on. So, uh, yeah. Um, so They're all dead. We get halfway through the fucking credits, and then finally they stop playing this dumb song again, and we transition into the Fat Boys fucking rap about Freddy. Yeah. Which is, should have been immediately what we went into. Oh, 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 slasher oh, oh, oh. in 1988, and they have a fucking rap song they made for yeah. the movie. Fucking we should have went immediately into it. We should go immediately into a little to bit what? of a break here All so right. that we can hear some coming attractions of what we're doing the rest of the month of Slashtober. Pay some bills. When we come back, the Dream Master will enter Judgment Day. See, my name is Freddy, and I'm here to say, I'll wrap you up and take you away. Feel like you're tired and ready for bed. Don't fall asleep or you'll wake up dead. This Halloween. I've heard of raising spirits from the dead by incantations, right? Yes. I did that by playing the record backwards. You're thing, and they is you. Sammy Kerr. He's a rock and roll nightmare. I am a big fan of yours. I've got all your records. Shut This message coming from me. Sammy Kerr. His fans won't let him die. He won't let them live. You should be loyal to your hero. Make it turn on you. Looks like we better check out the party punch. Starring Mark Price from Family Ties, with special guest appearances by Ozzy Osbourne and Gene Simmons of Kiss. They thought the nightmare was dead. And buried. They were wrong. Jason lives. Happy Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, part 6. Jason lives. Starts August 1st to the famous players and other theaters near you. Check local listings. 
problems and wild loans Come at the grand life making a sound The smell of death is all around And at night when the cold wind blows No one cares, nobody knows I don't wanna be buried in a big cemetery You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.